What up? What up? What up? It's Reckly Podcast, man. Episode number 87. Uh, got the whole squad back together this time. After, I don't want to say no shows, man. Like, Eric has some personal things. And Melissa just doesn't do comic movies like that. But they back. And um, in honor of the release of Top Gun Maverick, we uh, chop it up as much as we can on Tom Cruise. I'm going to say this now because I forgot to say it at the end of the segment. Let us know. Drop a comment. Let us know what Tom Cruise movies that you really like or just in general that we forgot to bring up. Because like, I try to keep every episode around about two hours now. So we, we pay tribute, show love, pay respects to Ray Liotta. And then over the last couple of weeks, like a whole like butt ton of trailers came out. So I tried to cram as much in as I could as far as topics or whatever. And then Tom Cruise literally has 40 years worth of movies. So, yeah, some just didn't make it. Um, but, yeah, man. Also, before I forget. Whether you want Anchor, Good Pods, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening, YouTube. If you want YouTube, kick the thumbs up, kick the thumbs down. If you want whatever uh, whatever other platform to listen to your podcast, hit, kick us a rating. Tell us what you enjoyed about the show. Tell us what you didn't like about the show. Feedback is cool. Positive, negative feedback is all good because I know what you guys like, what you guys don't like. But... Um, hard-headed than a motherfucker i can't say that i'm gonna change anything y'all don't like but it's good to know so i can like tweak and alter and you know just have that feedback so um theatrically over the last two weeks uh alex alex garland dropped his third release men mixed reviews but i still want to see it um and downton abbey a new era came out did anything come out on streaming I'm not sure. This past weekend, obviously, Top Gun Maverick came out after two years worth of delays. And the uh, Bob's Burgers movie came out. Those are both on my uh, Randy Little YouTube channel. Hopefully, y'all can check those out. Get some uh, responses off of those reviews. Um, Upcoming, in between the next couple episodes, there is a movie called Watcher that comes out that is probably going to get like the most limited release possible um the chick from independence day resurgence and it follows is in it i'm blanking on her name and then uh jurassic world dominion comes out the weekend of the next podcast and then on physical over the last couple episodes it appears that Infinite that was on Paramount Plus last year got a physical. Licorice Pizza came out. Beverly Hills Cop 2 got a 4K. Um, some Warner Brothers cash grab re-releases. This past weekend, The Batman came out. X came out. Studio 666 came out. Teen Titans Go! Mayhem, Mayhem in a Multiverse or whatever it's called came out. Don't know if I'm going to grab that. Supposedly Doom Patrol Season 3 and Titan Season 3 came out, but they definitely didn't. 
Um, this upcoming Tuesday, the boys off Amazon gets a physical. Just seasons one and two before three comes out. At this point, they just could have put out like a little box set, right? Ooh. Um, and then what? First Tuesday in June. First Tuesday in June, man, is the Northman coming out already? But uh, Paramount's dropping, like, the Weatherman, the Mexican. She's having a baby, uh, some kind of wonderful. And then the contractor with Chris Pine is getting a physical. It looks like Keno Labor might be putting out the Fabulous Baker Boys. That straight-to-video Eraser sequel trash is coming out. Um. So, yeah, man. When I return, we gonna be four deep. Excuse the uh, the bullshit Skype pixelation on on the homies. Skype's trash, but it's all we got right now. Um, it's Rec League Podcast. All right, um, we back, and ever since I can remember, I always wanted to be a podcaster. Um, yeah, man, um, it sucks. Ray Liotta passed. Goodfellas, Field of Dreams, Copland, Operation Dumbo Drop. We got to show some love. Eric? Karina, Karina, Karina. There you go. And that's funny you mentioned that, Melissa. He recently, um, posted something about that on his Instagram. Along the lines of, for everybody who thinks I always play tough guys, and he posted the post of that movie. It was... It's a good movie. That's awesome. But, yeah, Ray Liotta. Um, he's one of the actors that started late Hollywood, late in life. He started acting in his 30s. And, um, yeah, his first movie, Something Wild, with um, Jeff Jeff Daniels and was it Melanie Griffith? Melanie Griffith, yeah. Yeah, it's a crazy movie. but And then one of my favorites of his, um, A Field of Dreams. Uh, shoeless joe and there's one a lot of people it, it goes under the radar he stars in with um there was this actor in the 80s he just seemingly disappeared tom host he's like real yeah. huge. he was an amadeus Parenthood. and yeah there Quasi-Modo. you go and he was in um animal house so we brought up uh tropic thunder off of um off air right so Dominique and Eugene, um, Tom Host played a character who was mentally challenged. And it's the 80s, so you know it's the Hollywood back in the day, the stereotypical <laughs> mentally challenged. And it's what they said you don't do in Tropic Thunder. Or in Tropic Thunder, they say you don't do this in movies. But it was still a, a touching and um, a good movie. I recommend that if none of you heard of it, uh, Dominique and Eugene. But of course... Yeah, I'm curious. Melissa, have you ever seen Goodfellas? Yeah. Yeah, we, we talked about it probably for Randy's yeah. birthday, right? Most likely. Um, I've definitely seen it twice. There once a long time ago, and then once recently for Randy's birthday or another podcast. Yeah, definitely. Great movies. Thank you. Super violent. Yes. Uh, fantastic movie. Obviously, that's Ray's, like, centerpiece part, you know, mm-hmm. like... That movie is obviously an epic spanning decades and everyone talks about that fabulous editing, the music, the, you know, how 
how the scenes were created and everything. Yeah, great movie. And what about the many saints of um, Newark? I'm only on season four of The Sopranos, so. Oh, yeah, you got a little while to go. Well, technically, you could, it's a prequel, so you could yeah. go back and look at it. True, true say. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's not a spoiler. I watched it first. It's not a spoiler to reveal his character in that movie, is it? You know, y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't think about. so. Yeah, so it's an interesting... <laughs> look at Nick. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I remember about his character. Yeah, he was very because... Cool in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, what'd you say? He was very good in the movie, I remember thinking. Yeah, y'all know what I'm trying not to say about his yeah. character in the movie. It's, it's really cool, and I think he does a good job with what he's doing with that thing. Man, I can't really say it. <laughs> you don't know yeah. exactly what we're trying to say. I want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it. But definitely um, one of the greats. So he did the, the video game, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Was it um, okay. San City. Andreas? Vice City. Vice City. There we go. Vice City. So supposedly um, he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because they said he was being a diva during the making of the game. (laughs) (laughs) But um, now I saw this somewhere. He got paid a lot of money. He took back end um, percentage or gross or whatever, and he got an upfront fee. So he made more in this video game than any movie he's ever done. Wow, good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's saying a lot, you know, because he's never been the A-lister. Mm. But we all know who he is. He's yeah. been around, but it's not that. I don't think anybody, and it's no disrespect, it's just what it is. And it's like, I mean, that new Ray Liotta movie's coming out, you know. But, and I was going to do at the beginning of the year a review on the movie No Escape, the 1994 movie. Because it takes place in 2022, the future. Owen Wilson, oh, 2022. Sure. I should look into that. Uh, uh, Owen but, Wilson, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not really wow. readily available. It's probably some crappy full-screen DVDs with horrible transfers out there, but it's definitely yeah, not on I Blu-ray. Remember, I remember you saying that once, again, the group chat. Like, you said something like the DVD was, like, super out of print. And I was at my movie store, and I found it. Yeah, that's that's probably. Right. Yeah, it has the old. Like, uh, remember, and I didn't buy it. Oh, yeah. you should have bought it. And it's it so like old, I bet it had the old snap case with the black tab. Yep. That's how yep. old it is. And you know it's. Um, I have it's, some of those kicking yeah. around. Yep. The old and Warner Brothers really packages. It, and it's it's one of the movies where he's the lead and he's a good guy. Yeah, he he, he does something and. But yeah, I know I'm blabbing, but yeah, R.I.P. Ray Liotta. Check out No Escape if you can find it. <laughs> it's a good movie. I'm definitely going to uh, yeah, I regret. I regret not buying it. Yeah, Especially uh, now. Yeah, definitely, because you know, you know what happens when um, the stock goes up when yeah. celebrity passes away. Yeah. But, um, oh yeah, and I got to mention, it's a little bit, a, a kind of bizarre role because he's so used to seeing him as a bag at Marriage Story. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. so good in Marriage Story. Yeah. I remember watching it, and I'm like, I had no idea he was in this. And he's, like, great in the role. Like, I'm like, yeah. well, it, it, he fits that part. He did a lot of, like, you know, like, he played the dad in Blow. Yeah. And, like, that's not a tough guy role at all. It's like a, you know, seedy crime story, and you assume, oh, Ray Liotta, he's probably, like, a cop. But he's just, like, the dad. And he's, like, soft, and the mom is, like, 
the headache. Yeah. Like he's, he's the dad of all, and he's like, yeah. And I'm so sure Randy's right. gonna bring this one up. And so he's technically hey, a tough guy in this movie, but it's in a comedic sense. Um, yes, he'll be Halloween. <laughs> yeah, Adam no, Sandler movie. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I he absolutely forgot he was in that. Yeah, oh, man, yeah. I, I for some reason like the, one of the things I think of him in a lot was Observe and Report with Seth Rogen. Yeah, that's not a movie anybody really talks about, and it's also weird that it came out the same year as Paul Blart. Like we had two movies about right. like he was like the tough guy, like the hard boiled cop, but it was like really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like he did up. that a lot. He did that. He was like Wild Hogs. Like he was the bad guy. I feel like people forget he was the oh, yeah. bad guy. Movies. And it was funny. Haven't you even seen Wild, Wild Hogs? Hogs. Ah, I don't. Why do people hate Wild Hogs? But anyway, I just want to make sure people watch Copland and Smoking Aces. Cop, oh, yeah. Copland is super underrated. It's been his performance in particular. I've always felt like yeah. he's really good in Copland. I posted my little R.I.P. scene. I thought of that. I was like, "What's a scene where he like is doing acting?" And I was like. <laughs> Upland. I didn't think of Goodfellas, even though that's his yeah, breakout thing. Yeah. yeah. But like, I thought I was like, what's a like a movie? And I thought of the two. I thought of Copland and like the scene where he's yelling at Seth Rogen like in the office. <laughs> and I was like, well, I can post that one. But yeah, it sucks. It's really weird and it's really unexpected. It sucks. When I was a kid, well, younger, I like I really wanted to be an actor. And we would have conversations like in high school and all this stuff, like, you know, oh, like what's a movie that you love? Like what's a, a character like you would have loved to have played or whatever? I always said Ray Liotta's role in Goodfellas. I feel like to me, like that was, like in my head, I was like, dude, every young actor had to have wanted that role. Yeah. Like every actor was probably like, please let me do that with Robert De Niro and all these guys. I like. He carries the movie, really. I mean, yeah. he's not yeah. the only Facts. one, yeah. but it's all on his shoulders. I wonder, like, what, what casting department or Scorsese specifically, like, what made him so good that he beat out everybody for Henry Hill, but they never work together again? Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, he, like, worked with every single other person in that movie Ray, multiple times. Iron- ironically, yeah. Ray Liotta... Tom Cruise, the only people that Scorsese never went back to. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's crazy. True. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. And one more for Leota. Say it if it it's wasn't. a movie I had no no business watching when I watched it when I was younger. Like uh, It's called Unlawful Entry. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Have you seen it? I like that one. Yeah, it's... um, It's 30 crazy. this year, if I'm not Nick. mistaken. No. I y'all haven't seen, seen it. it. It just sounds no, very it's mature. Fraction my mind. He's a very mature. No, good old uh, Kurt Randy Russell. Will, Randy will like it because Kurt Russell yeah. is the star. TV fourteen. Yep. <laughs> He's a TV. And uh, who's the female? Is it Madeline Stowe? Madeline Stowe, yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, he. I like um, that one. Another one of his crazy roles. He turns into a stalker. He's a police officer. And he That's just my gets type of movie. infatuated. What about turbulence? And- and there's so many movies these days that basically copy that. Oh yeah. That plot, you know, there's the couple, and then there's the guy. Remember Lakeview Terrace? Pacific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson plays the Ray Liotta role. Yeah, that's a there great was example. another one called The Intruder, and I think Dennis Quaid played the Ray Liotta role. 
like that that plot keeps getting remade over and over yeah they recycle that a lot yeah you're right but, yeah um you can rent it on apple tv but that's i doubt it's even on some vhs somewhere probably but. no I'm, it's dvd for at least for sure yeah yeah Maybe even so. blu-ray somewhere like a lot of times there, there's blu-rays out there but they're hard to find that's true enough oh it's pacific heights came first i've heard yeah, of this I, i'm sure there were even more before pacific oh yeah Heights. but pacific Heights. I, I seem to like that played a lot mm-hmm. yeah the early 90s uh but suburbia crazy, couples yeah, in peril obsessed uh neighbor who yeah. takes way too much interest in what the couple is up to yeah oh yeah all right melissa have you went yet yeah yeah that's fine i mean unlawful entry is what i wanted and karina karina i mean you guys know I'm a big Whoopi Goldberg fan. That's one of those movies I grew up with. And what's her name? Tina Majorino from Waterworld, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah. she, she's so cute. Yeah. I mean, it's about the 50s, 90s movie about the 50s. Just a cute movie. I haven't seen it in so long, but I have it all ready to go because I obviously I want to rewatch it now. Um, yeah, I mean, Ray Liotta's in his 60s, so young. I mean, I was completely shocked like eric said completely unexpected um i couldn't believe it uh you know my parents are around his age it's just really shocking yep Mm -hmm. i feel like we got one more sorry randy are you fucking serious the ensemble cast movie identity Mm. yeah Yeah. both his james mangold movies are great yeah yeah what's the other one randy i was gonna move on yeah, what is the yeah. other James Mangold movie? Oh, Copland. Cop- yeah, yeah. Right. Copland, yeah Copland and Identity. Co- Copland is underrated. I feel like, I don't Severely know. underrated. There's so many people in it. Yeah. But I feel like maybe the expectation at the time was that it would be like the greatest movie of all time. And then it was like, well, that wasn't the greatest movie of all time. So it's like, I don't know. I just feel like it's it's a really good movie that people yeah. don't talk about as yeah. much as they should. I feel also, like, like at the time, people kind of talked about it and a little bit a few years after, but you're right. Today, it's yeah, not really. It, like, when you look back and you're like, Jesus, look at everyone in this movie. And it's a good movie. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like it sucks. I just, I don't, yeah, it's weird. I, I, I haven't watched it in a few years. I would like to rewatch it. Another underrated Ray Liotta movie that I haven't watched in a while that nobody talks about, it's called Narc. Yeah. Yes. Joe Jason Carnahan. Cop with, um, Jason Patrick. Name? Jason Patrick. Mm-hmm. I remember watching that thinking like, this kicks ass. And he's great in the movie. <laughs> you know, he's, you know, kind of the hard-edged cop. That's one. Is that Paramount? No one talks about it. Wow. Ironically, yeah. again, that, that, that movie. That's a catalog movie that Paramount needs to put on fucking Blu-ray they while they're do. dumping all these movies yeah. on on Blu-ray. Right. You could use this as a segue if you want, Randy. So You don't know what I'm talking about, next fool. <laughs> that, that movie was struggling with his budget. And Leota and Jason Patrick were literally working for free. And they were trying to shop the movie, so they did private screening. And one person in particular loved it so much that he gave them money. Did he feel the need? For, oh yeah. Gave them money for their marketing and get them a a distribution sale. (laughs) Look at Nick. So yeah, it's Tom Cruise. Ah. Tom Cruise loved Paramount. Yep. Yeah, he did. He, he gave them so much money. There's no oh, yeah. other explanation. 
Well, that would have been a perfect segue, but there's like a million trailers that I kind of want to get reactions to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, there, that, hey, it's a good segue because there was a trailer starring Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah, let's do that oh. one last. <laughs> ah. But Brandon didn't tell me to... Oh, yeah, he did tell me to watch that. Never mind. <laughs> I, told, I told her to be fresh on the Prey trailer, the She-Hulk trailer... Um, or Love and the, Yeah, the Love and Thunder trailer. And like a thousand other ones. Yeah. There's a lot, yeah. And that, that felt like, that feels like a lifetime ago when I watched it, them, but... It does, because I forgot what all I said. When you start talking yeah. about it, we'll remember. Did the Prey trailer drop since our last episode? The, the teaser, like that was like the perfect teaser. teaser. Yeah. It feels like forever ago I watched that. Like, like yeah. y'all, y'all been on with Jake. Like, Jake avoids trailers at all costs. And, like, he watched this, yeah. and it was just perfect. Like, Apocalypto meets Predator. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was too scared to watch. <laughs> yeah, like, I wanted to show, like, I wanted to send it to my dad. Then I was like, I don't think he'll get it. Like, I was like, it's just, like, the little lights. And I was like, I don't think it's, I don't think it'll, it'll connect. Like, I don't think it'll be, he'll be like, what is that? And I'll just be like, oh, never mind. But I like that trailer. Yeah, I thought that was cool. yeah, that was great. It was like a four. Um, I think like Christian Bale looks like really like really gnarly in in Thor: Love and Thunder. Like I'm I'm hyped for gore. Like I kind of don't care that he doesn't look comic accurate. Yeah, at this I don't point, care. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like yeah, if he gives like the best performance ever, and it's like crazy i got like nobody will care as soon as the movie comes out it'll be like who gives a shit because they change up things all the time at this point yeah we could look comic accurate have it be the most bland shit in the world and it won't matter but there's like like, uh, this sequence where they're all black and white (laughs) yeah he's he's jake lockley the, uh, the juxtaposition like how like everything else about it is real like neon and like insane looking like funny and over the top and then he is just like black and white and like and red all goth and weird and creepy i love that those things are gonna clash at some point in the movie i love stuff like that and i hope it's as weird as it looks is this the first time he's been introduced into this franchise yeah yeah unless we don't know like there's something that we don't know some prequel coming out or something we knew that we didn't know gore gore the god butcher retconned as brother of thanos and harry styles and he was in the first iron man (laughs) uncle of gamora yeah why are they all different colors (laughs) but anyway like yeah why why would he have shown up before now I don't care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Who gives a shit? There's, yeah, I, don't I was know. like, is that Christian Bale? There's got to be like, there's got to be like a prelude sequence that like gets his attention or something. Yeah, I'm sick of these guys. People were so concentrated on him, they didn't realize that that was Russell Crowe. Oh no, yeah, I, I saw Russell Crowe. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's like he's gonna play Zeus in the new Thor movie. I'm like Russell Crowe. Why not Jor-El? <laughs> Yeah, that's a crap. Um, what Looks else? Like she Hulk. Since we're on Marvel, how do we feel about the She Hulk trailer? <laughs> she Hulk. <laughs> oh 
no, 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 no. You mean She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Yeah. yeah it's ass. called She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. I don't know. <laughs> I, like, made fun of it, like, too young. Like, I was like, is this look kind of stupid? But at the same time, like, I don't feel like I hated it as much as everyone else seems to be. That's usually the case. Like, I guys, didn't relax. hate it, but tonally, it just doesn't feel like MCU. Even, like, the goofiest fucking... Taika Watatiki, James Gunn, Peyton Reed, goofy comedic vibe. Like it, it does. It just doesn't feel like it's quality. It feels like a TV spinoff of it, which what? it is. <laughs> it, liter- literally, it it looks like a TV. Whereas, like Moon Knight, the trailers and all that stuff, I was like, "Whoa, this yeah. looks like a movie, and it's it's going to be a show." Whether I liked it or not is beside the point. This looks like something that's like Nickelodeon coming to Nickelodeon. It's <laughs> yeah, Avengers, a full-time job. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. I don't care. I'm going to watch it. I might even love it. Like, that's what I said. Like, that's if it's the great, hope. It's great. I'll that's first to be like. It's, it's like a cheesy 2000s vibe to it. Yeah. But it's like, I don't. And we're in this weird phase because I made fun of this, and then the Thor trailer came out and kind of did a similar thing. So I was like, I made fun of this, like, you know, she's the She-Hulk, and she's got to buy clothes that fit. And her friend's like, oh, my God, your ass right now. Look at your ass right now. And I'm like, and I thought to myself, I was like, we've never had that, like, Iron Man trying on his new suit wouldn't be like, look at your ass right now. But then, like, we got the Thor trailer, and he's totally naked in it and the women are gawking at him. So I was like, well, maybe we're just <laughs> in that say? phase right now. You, you blew too hard. Yeah, look too hard, did it? And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, okay. Well, I was talking, I was talking to Javon about this after the trailer. Knowing Taika Watatiki and how he kind of like operates, I feel like, like he's still going to be pixelated. Like, I think it would be funny. In the movie, <laughs> yeah. I think that would be hilarious. It, it probably won't be. But it, it would make me giggle like it yeah. was. But why? It'd be why so stupid. Yeah. But I don't know. She-Hulk. I don't know. Like, there's things in the trailer that are like, like, you saw Blonsky in the trailer, like, as himself. I was about to say, you saw Tim Roth as Blonsky. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was cool. You saw Abomination in the trailer, too. So that makes me think, okay, like, we're going to. Then it kind of makes me sad. Like William Hurt will probably not be in it no. at all. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. sad. But I'm like, I'm like, but wait, there's that opens up all kinds of stuff. So I'm like, I don't know. Oh, it's a priority once August for comes. sure. But and everybody made fun of the CGI, which and yeah. like it doesn't look great. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this: Where did y'all watch the trailer? Phone on my. I watched it on my phone, but also on a That's TV. your location. What, what platform? YouTube or Twitter? Yeah. Either Twitter or YouTube. So there's something going on and people think something happened that didn't happen. If you watch it on Disney Plus, the yeah. um, quality of the resolution is better. And people think that they upgraded the CG when they actually didn't. It's um, compression issues on YouTube and it makes it look softer. And the CG... So like, oh, they upgraded the CG. Like, no, they didn't. It's just it's compression issues, and somebody did some side by side pics 
I mean, it does look different. It's sharper on Disney Plus. Yeah. But like, yeah. that's like I want to complain about the CGI, but then it's like at at some point you just sound like she doesn't look like a real She Hulk, and then you just sound like an idiot. So I'm that, like, that's real because She Hulk she is definitely like a real. real. She Hulk. Like, what does She Hulk look like? So at some point, like I don't really. I care. wonder why why did, why they didn't do any test. You know, they usually do tests, and then people complain, and then they change things, like the Sonic, or there was something yeah. else recently where people complain, and then they changed it to make it look better. I don't so know. you mean test screenings? So, so TV shows mm. usually don't do test screenings, um, just movies. The only people that test TV shows are the creators. So yeah. I would hope they had done that. Like a good analogy, you guys know I like Jessica Jones. The, the first season is incredible. Obviously, that's yeah. a woman, and she has special powers, and she has a, a day job. She's an investigator, mm-hmm. or she's like a PI, sorry. And that is worked so seamlessly. It doesn't look goofy. It's a really dark show. You know, I thought it was so well done, and you know she's a badass. She's so she's amazing, and she's like tortured and everything. And then you see the She-Hulk trailer. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. kind of funny. <laughs> she's gotta make it to work on time. But she's yeah, yeah. Like what? What were yeah, people saying about what? the trailer? Like the negative reactions. What? What did people say? She looks like that. Like yeah, combination so of yeah. A lot of it was the CGI. Like, a, but was there was there a record scratch in the trailer? It's like that. Like you expect that for her to turn is, around. Yeah. You might you might wonder how I ended up like this. Yeah, exactly. I'm on a speed date. It was that tone. I'm, I'm on a speed date. But I'm Hulk. Tune in next week, Attorney at Law. Yeah, I'm like, like I would have dropped the Attorney at Law. Yeah, they like, really. I would imagine they gotta funny. drop that. I hate yeah. that subtitle. Yeah, like it's cute. But it's like, it's unnecessary. It's like the first time we're meeting Chiyok. If yeah. we'd have met her like in a movie or something, and it's like, okay, this is her spinoff show. I'm like, all right, do what you want. But it's like, Chiyok. <laughs> uh-oh. Like, is, She's got to pass I mean, phone. yeah, Jessica what, Jones. What's her name? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. They didn't need that subtitle. You don't even really need to know what she does for a day job. It's introduced later. Like, don't worry yes. about it. It'll be Literally, it doesn't have to be the highlight of what the show is about. It literally, it would have been like Daredevil, Attorney at Law. Avocado. Yeah, it's just... I've been like, when, uh, and like, that's what he is. When Jamila Jamil, like, challenger, challenges her for the big throwdown, is she going to call her Attorney at Law? Yeah, oh, it's man. me, the attorney. <laughs> I, uh... Okay. I already have a hog. We, we, can, we can hit on the Great Man trailer, or we can just do the Dead Reckoning Part 1 trailer. Oh my god. We're never gonna Dead get to Tom Cruise. Right. Oh, we're well, getting let's get there. To Tom Cruise. The Dead Reckoning trailer. That's, that's the office, the Panther. They're the same picture. Yeah. <laughs> the gray man looked like Mission Impossible with two guys. It kinda did. No. I thought it was like, yeah. is this Drive Part Two? Like what the hell is this? It's exactly It kinda did. Exactly. Well, like, Mission I mean it, it looks good. I'll, you know, I would watch it, but like this is so weird. Drive part two. I will, I will watch The Gray Man. It looks cool. It's got my attention. But it's another, like, quality example. of like Netflix spent $200 million. And I'm like, we did not ask you to do that. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't ask you to do it. The Russos, like, I'll watch it. The Russos were just like, hey, bro, we did in-game. Give us the money. They're right. You know it. 
Adult yeah, I, I'm surprised it's those guys because it, you know it looks kind of generic, but uh, okay. Yeah, just like Red Notice, two hundred million just for this generic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It better not be. It better not be like that Rock movie uh, with Ryan Reynolds. Red oh, Notice. Yeah, that's it. The Red Notice. If it's like that. I don't know what I'm gonna do. And there's another yeah. color in the I'd title. imagine this gotta be better. And then oh, they're gonna combine universes. God. Oh god. It's gonna be the rainbow gray, universe. Gray red notice. At least at least I think it looks like red notice. It looks Um, okay, like, where's the other one hundred and twenty million bucks? That I know, movie? right? Um, that doesn't look like a two hundred million dollar movie. The cast? <laughs> yeah. I mean this Yeah. Ambulance. I'm gonna always go back for the rest of the year. Call the ambulance. To ambulance for forty. That was a forty million dollar motion picture. Yep. And he's yeah, two hundred million bucks and like uh. But anywho, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, the Stranger the Stranger Things episodes were all like twenty million dollars each or some shit. Yeah. And they it's look so funny. Great. We didn't ask. You I, will do say, that. I will say. They all look great. They're like little movies. But there are like massive parts where I'm like, wow, this looks amazing and I'm loving it. But it's like they didn't have to do that. Like we didn't ask them to make Stranger Things the epic. Like we, you know, they could have scaled it down. To cancel all these other shows to make every episode of Stranger Things, like you said, look like The Godfather. Yeah. We gotta cancel the get down so we can make another half. <laughs> nah, all the money that went into Shit. making the, the Stranger Things season three physical copies went into season four. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. We can't do Space Force again. So this is, I mean, look at this. The budget, Red Notice, two hundred million dollars. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One and Two has a budget of two hundred and ninety. And look, that, and we're about to talk great. about this trailer. Yeah, and yeah. those movies, you know, they're gonna fucking rock. Yeah, as I said, no, those are gonna be good. At like least. Nick said, ass in seat. I'm going. They've yeah. already sold me. I don't even want to watch a trailer. I told Randy, I'm. You know, I'm gonna see it, and I'm gonna yeah. love it, and I'm gonna buy it, and I'm gonna watch it again when I get home. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes. with that said, for the we for the normies, Mission Impossible Seven looks pretty badass. Yeah, <laughs> and I love great. that there's two parts. That's so exciting. I hope because originally. Avengers Endgame was Infinity War Part Two, and then they retitled it, yeah. and they did they oh. did it again recently. Uh, Into the Spider Verse, across, across the Spider Verse Part Two, they retitled it. I really oh. hope that Paramount sticks with Dead Reckoning Part Two. Oh, interesting. I didn't know any of that. Yeah, they yeah, are. yeah. That's it. Yeah, because I remember they said it was like Infinity War Part Two is not going to be the title, and everybody was like. What's it going to be? What's going to be the fucking fun? It was like a thing for like a mm-hmm. year. Like, what the hell? It like <laughs> threw everybody off. They were like, well, what the f-? Everybody was guessing. And so many people guessed in-game. Yeah. So many people were like, it's going to be I mean, Doctor game. Strange even well, said Well, maybe it. the audience ended up maybe. choosing the title. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like, didn't like the Russos or Kevin Feige like even try to tease it? Well, Iron Man said it in Age of Ultron. Well, Doctor Strange said yeah. it in yeah. Infinity he War. Did. Yeah. He did. I remember... Zoe Saldana referred to it as Gauntlet in an interview. She yeah. was like, "We we were doing Infinity War for a while, and then we went back, did the rest of Gauntlet, oh, and somebody was that. like, yeah. that's probably the working title.' Did what? But it wasn't Gauntlet. Anyway, Dead Reckoning. Mm-hmm. Pardon, what does that mean? Yeah, I love it. And I love yeah. that they brought my boy back from the first movie, uh, Kendrick. Yeah. yeah. 
and doing a doing a dramatic speech. You've never seen me very upset. Aside. Yeah. <laughs> What's how but man? I'm, I'm a butcher dude's name, but um, S. A. Morales. Oh, yeah, that's he, it. He's, he's coming into like this like lane where he's just like a badass go to guy to be the villain. No, yeah, that's true. He's been um what was he in? Was it Titans season um, two? Yeah. That's all I got. He's not Morales. <laughs> that's all I got. He's in something else. <laughs> unless, we're gonna, he's a... unless we're gonna say La Bamba. Oh man, you're going way back. <laughs> oh, like man. Like one of the only real like takeaways that I think, just from the little pieces of footage, it looks like Rebecca Ferguson is really gonna go through it in this movie. Like yeah. one point she has an eye patch, another point she looks like she's falling out of like a plane, and I'm yeah. like, uh, poor her. Yeah. And like Vanessa Kirby will probably come out looking great at the end of the movie. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, what's her name? Atwell. I've been watching all of the... I watched MI4, MI5, MI6 in preparation for this. And God, I like them even more than before. Like, they're just amazing movies. And they're so... I swear. I've kind of, like, made fun of Rebecca Ferguson before. But she is really incredible in these movies. Just, like, an amazing action star. She kind of goes through it in every movie because yeah. you know, she's so hard. She's, like, harder than, than um, Ethan Hunt, really. Uh, yeah, like just fantastic movies. Fanta- I forgot Vanessa Kirby was in the l- the last one, and then she has like this kind of big role, White Widow, right? It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Totally forgot she was in it. It's a crazy movie. Yeah, I remember that being kind of the one of the big takeaways from Rogue Nation was like Rebecca Ferguson was in it, and it was it seemed like everyone that went and saw it was like, who the hell was that? Like, yeah. she <laughs> like leg up to do the gun, and I just remember that. But everybody was like, yep. Who the hell is she? Yeah, so many, can... so many cool things she did like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I wonder why. What's going on with Jeremy Renner? He just right. Oh, yeah. Also, he's like, on a mission. That's Ray like Rames was was randomly not in MI4. I think no, it was. he was in all of them. He no, just had a cameo no. in no, the end of he's at the, he's at the very end why? of Ghost Protocol. Yeah, yeah. Why did he not? Why was he not, you know? And I read about it, and they said it was money. And I'm like, then why did they have fucking Jeremy Renner in this movie? You know, they definitely paid all these other people to be in it. Why not him? It was so weird. I I thought that Paula Patton would come back. Yeah. So would Randy. (laughs) That's where I was going. That's where I was going. The one thing that I loved about this franchise was that each movie had a different director. But Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie kind of have, like, this bromance that... Like, he's yeah, the Mission like Impossible him, guy I'm now. Fine with, I'm fine with that, yeah. And then, yeah, I want Renner back. I want Paula Patton back. And, but I love, like, since, like, the was, Fast was Saga has kind of taken this nosedive, Mission Impossible what, is, like, the best action franchise going right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It only gets For better. Now. Yeah. It only gets better. At movie and, number and seven. Yeah, in retrospect, I can I don't even really like number one that much. I'll give it another chance, but it keeps just getting better and better. It's just crazy. I, yeah, that's where I like one is good. It's really nothing all that special. I really then, like, like one, but it's good. I like one. I, I rank one it as a, a real throwback to the TV series. Yeah, it tries to emulate his style. Yeah. And I, I rank they it. They decided to go second to last. Said, Hell with that. I'm John Woo. Yeah. And, 
than yeah, Shaun Wu's like, part two. Yeah, I was like, two is so cheesy. Yeah. But I love two. <laughs> like, I remember two specifically more than one. Like, when I think about, like, one, I'm like, oh, yeah, he does the thing. Two, yeah. I'm like, yeah, he stares at her and, like, drives and, like, speeds yeah, around yeah. and does a like, I remember so they were supposedly dancing. But I love it. I yeah. love it. I, I know people make fun of it too a lot, but well, I, I make fun of it. I think but it's I, good. I grew up with it and I just I just love it. I love Tandy Newton. I I love everything about it. I'll tell you part two specific... from part two came one of the best MTV movie award sketches yeah. of all time. That's immediately yes. what I thought of. As Tom Cruise, C R O O Z E. It's yeah. not double, but yeah. And, yeah, I you're right. It's um, memory with uh, Mission Impossible Two. I have like this specific memory of like going to my aunt's house. And they had this giant TV. They live in Ohio. Like we went there, and like my whole family, like we got there, we were like, "Hey!" And, like nobody came out except my aunt. She goes, "Oh, they're all they'll be out. They're all in there watching Mission Impossible Two on DVD." Yeah. Like, I said it was like a big deal. So I went running in there and like sat, and I remember being like, "Wow." This yeah. is the best movie of all time. Yeah. I still kind it's of like feel like It's like a specific memory of two. Yeah. But three, to me, is super good. Like, yeah. three, to me, is the most underrated of all For the possible. Sure. Tell like, me this. Um, still the best villain what? in the series? Yeah. Yes. Without question, in my but, opinion. I like Solomon Lane a lot, though. Um, Damn, I'm blanking. <laughs> oh, man, I'm blanking. Um... Unblank, damn it. <laughs> I, I can't unblank, man. What the fuck is his name? Philip Seymour Hoffman? No. I was going back to two. Doug Ray Scott. Doug Ray Scott. Oh, yeah. All the love to Doug Ray Scott. Because without him in Mission Impossible 2, we don't get Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Nope. That's a fact. But you know, that's there's, a, there's an in-between there. No, there's there not. Without, without Zeus, yeah. we, don't get, we don't get Hugh Jackman. Without That's a fact. Um... Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe was like, nah, but I know a guy. Yeah. Mm, right, exactly. <laughs> I know a guy. Oh, my God. That's crazy. But, yeah, but, but Mission Impossible 2 put those wheels in the turn, and, like, man, they... Sure. Yeah, they, they had to... The schedule went over, and went over budget, over schedule, and some stage actor got the opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah. Yep. Philip Seymour Hoffman's amazing in Mission Impossible 3. Like, He's so good. Even climbing the building, being on the side of the plane. I don't know if another Mission Impossible movie has the tension that three has. Yeah. Yes. I agree. I, I don't think, think people love Hoffman. three. I always think people love three. I, like, yeah. three's so scary to me. It's terrifying. Nobody talk about three. Everybody's like, dude, no, Ghost Protocol. <laughs> Ghost Protocol brought it back. Like, nah. Oh, no. That's not true. That's not true. Yeah. People love PSH. Come on. I'm like, dude, three. And you know it's cool. That's a part in part three, and bring my boy back too. I forget his name. Um, the, the young Myers. agent, yeah, Reese Myers. I like yeah. him too. Yeah, I like well. All and of Maggie Q, they were only yeah. But um, there was a real cool scene. They went to they had to go to China to get the rabbit's foot, right? So yeah. when it's really cool, I think they're in the car with Reese Myers and Maggie Q. They're talking. And she was singing, talking about, oh, it's a lullaby. Somebody taught me. He's like, can you sing it to me? And then they don't show the sequence of Tom Cruise getting the rabbit's foot. They just show him escaping. I think that was so 
cool. They just, he just, I'm on my way, I'm on my way. He jumps out the window, <laughs> just sliding down a building. And it was real suspenseful. People don't give it credit, like him trying to get the signal yeah. to make the phone call. And um, yeah. Seymour Harper, like, you know, he only had three seconds. <laughs> Bro, like, he put That's a device scary. in his head. Yeah. Yeah. That's the you can't bring back Carrie Russell for any movies. Nah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I was going to say uh, Felicity. But she gave it a good... She gave it a go. JJ I love her. She got to be in Star Wars, whatever. I it's a lot of deleted good. stuff with her on the DVD. Like, um, there was a scene, a lengthy scene with Tom Cruise training her. And I think they, like, flashed back to it or they did, like, a voiceover when she asked, like, um, am I ready? That comes from the deleted scene. Oh, yeah. When he was, like, having a, like, little flash of her. But, yeah, these, um, who... Who did part three? Is it JJ? JJ Abrams. Was yeah, JJ that's right. Fucking A, JJ Abrams. <laughs> I love three. I can talk about Mission Impossible three all day. Like I remember watching that and just being like, How are they not immediately greenlighting a four? And like they did like three like wasn't a like a runaway hit. Like it did well, but it was like eh. and it took him like five years to Kicked make off a that four. summer. Yeah. I remember because it was like Poseidon was the next week. Yeah. And it killed Poseidon at the box. I like it was number one again, and Poseidon sank <laughs> at the box office. Hey, I was like, oh, it's doing well, but it just it wasn't like a massive hit. So I guess this is a good point to segue, or, or are we officially talking about? Yeah, we we're officially. Yes. That was the smoothest segue this podcast has ever had. Oh, yeah, yes. don't, don't call attention to it. Just let it. Yeah. We should acknowledge it harder. So, oh, segue. Just segue. Um, what's, let me see. Melissa, what's your all-time favorite Tom Cruise movie? Even though you haven't seen them all. By the way, I have a surprise. I saw Top Gun 2 just for you, Randy. Just for the yes. podcast. So everybody saw it. Hello. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, I thought. But, this, so we're still but not so doing good. spoilers. Anyways. Yeah. Going, back to, Randy's, going back to Randy's question. You know. I have been watching, Randy always gives me the inside scoop to these podcasts, which I love, which I always beg for. I have the next three says, already in here. Thank God. And so I've been watching, I've just been inhaling Tom Cruise movies for the past mm-hmm. two, three weeks, and it's been a blast. Maybe you should I see a doctor. Ever, I don't ever get tired of this guy. I mean, his movies are amazing. And when Randy asked me my favorite, I mean, that's tough. I rated so many Tom Cruise movies, five or six stars. I mean, his movies are insane. But anyways, I always say that my favorite, my number one is Rain Man. But it's a tough decision. I could give you a top seven, no problem. But anyways, I pick Rain Man. I like Rain Man. Eric? I think he got snubbed. Um, Of course, Dustin Hoffman took away the attention, and it's easy to see why that happened. Yeah, and I, I always talk about this, that... The subtler part yeah. always gets ignored. And I have, you know, millions of examples. Joe Pesci and my cousin Vinny, Jim Carrey yeah. and Eternal Sunshine. Anyways, the subtler part, I always am so drawn to those those actors. And Tom Cruise in Rain Man is just fantastic. And he was only like 26. I always say yeah. this. I love him in this movie. And I just love the movie. Everything about yeah. it. Have you all ever been so angry, like, with a frustrated with a person there's a scene in rain man um i forget i think at the airport or something and tom cruise is like like raymond raymond and he has a suitcase and he hits it <laughs> you, you know what i'm talking yeah, about when you get like, so raymond, upset, yeah. Raymond, yeah, and he hit it <laughs> but yeah. yeah it's 
It's a it's a good role for him. Right, because he goes through so much in that movie, so much emotional tension. The the tension between being so frustrated with person with this person, but loving this person, it's so good. Yeah, definitely is. Yeah, Eric, your all time favorite. My all time favorite. um, So it's more of a performance than than a Tom Cruise movie. And. <laughs> Do I need a drum roll? He's not the star of this movie, so uh, I'll give you that one, Magnolia. Oh, that's yes. my favorite Tom hmm. Cruise performance. Now, all-time yeah. Tom Cruise movie, it's have to be Ridley Scott. Legend. <laughs> no, yeah, legend. Legend. legend I love Legend. Eric loves Legend. I remember that from another podcast. Well, the Ridley podcast, obviously. But he was like 12 in that movie. But No, it's not Legend. I don't know. It's so... Yeah, going back to what Melissa was saying, it's hard to choose. Um, Yeah. Just take mine. mine. What's yours? No, I Uh, say mine last. Come back to it, like, seriously. What's that? I say mine last. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nicholas? Yeah, go, Nick. I'm I'm serious. I'm stumped. Um, I got two choices. I got a... I'm a Jerry Maguire guy. Yeah! I I, I, I love love Jerry Maguire. And that was one of those movies, like, for some reason when I was a kid, it was like, Jerry Maguire, as good as it gets, and my best friend's wedding, for some reason, (laughs) were always in rotation at my house when I was little. Like, they always put the shit in. Like, I've seen my best friend's wedding, the, the restaurant scene, a thousand it's times so in my life. Good. Like they it's would so always good. rewind it and play it. But and I was like young. I was like seven. And like we were mm. watching Jerry Maguire all the time. But I loved the movie. Like yeah. we would turn it on. I, I loved it even yeah. as a child. Like I was like, this movie is fantastic. Yep. And growing older, you really understand the themes more and understand where his performance is coming from and like the character. I just love it. Like, I just melt over that movie. Like, every time I watch it, like, it's so good. And, like, there's so many things. It's, like, kind of, it's a sports movie. That's why I was right. like, what's your favorite sports movie? I'm like, does Jerry Maguire count? Because maybe. Interesting, yeah. But it's, like, also, like, totally a rom-com. Like, yeah. a schmaltzy, like, go on a date and watch this rom-com. And it works. It's so good. And it's, and it's a funny. workplace comedy, too, kind of. It really is. Oh, yeah. I love, like, when he quits the job. Or when he doesn't quit, yeah, but, like, yeah. when he's leaving the job. Like, that's, like, the best scene. That's, like, a showcase for, like, Tom Cruise, the actor. Because, like, you think of him as action guy. You really do. Like, you're like, dude, Tom Cruise is is Edge of Tomorrow. Did but, we? Like, I was about to say, did, did we so then, good. though? Huh? When, when Jerry Maguire came out, was he the action guy, though? Like that's what I, uh, that's another yeah. thing I was talking about. Like, I think he had a good mix. Yeah, yeah. Mission we Impossible. were too young to know. In '96, though, he had, he had a good mix of everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he did Top Gun, which really isn't that much of an action movie. No. But it is. It's like a. It's like a showcase role for like action guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but like that was all he really did. That and like maybe Legend, which doesn't really count. But it's like <laughs> after Top Gun. You know, he did Days Rain of Thunder, Man. yeah. And yeah, like Born on the Fourth of July. And it was like that's an actor. Like that that's right. a guy who wants to act. 
and like the firm. It's like Days of Thunder probably paid, you know, paid off his mortgage. But then it's like he goes, he does the firm, and he does, you know, Jerry Maguire, like all these movies. I'm like, to me, Jerry Maguire is like perfect, like coming off of Mission Impossible and then going into Jerry Maguire. Or whichever one. I, I'm pretty sure that was the order. Mission Impossible right. was summer. Right. Jerry Maguire was Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm like, you're coming off that, and like, I love that. I That's love awesome. that. Yeah. And I love how that movie, like, I'm a big Renee Zellweger fan, and that movie really made her a star. Yes. And well, well deserved. It wasn't I Texas mean, Chainsaw? She's such, she's such a good actor. <laughs> yeah, Empire Records or whatever. But yeah, I, I love that movie too, Nick. That's in my, I think, top three, top four. Like, great choice. I, that's a great movie. For so many reasons, just, like you said. That always just finds, like, there's other ones that I lose my mind over, obviously, Mission Impossible 3. Am I sick for me, yeah. But, but, like, I always come back to Jerry Maguire. It, mostly just because I've watched it so much as a kid. It, like, it's ended up being one of those movies that means a lot to me. I'm like, dude, I love Jerry. Yeah. Like, Cuba Gooding Jr., Regina King, just like Jonathan, everybody in Jerry Maguire. Like Nikki. <laughs> yeah, Nikki. That's like one of the best like child performances yeah. ever because it's like not yeah. a performance. Yeah, like they were yeah. like, dude, just be yourself. You're perfect. Yeah, you're right. The casting you know, is fantastic. He doesn't get credit because I think he um, one actor in particular because he does his job so well, and you don't like him, Jay Moore. Yeah, yeah, oh, Jay Moore. Yeah. 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 Good point. Uh, Bo Bridges was great in Jerry Maguire. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry, Jerry O'Connell. Like, O'Connell. everybody that plays their part, it's, like, perfect in it. Like, it's... Uh, what's his name? Shit. Uh, <laughs> Cuba, Cuba Gooding's brother. Yeah, Ari I was Spears. Say his whole, uh, his yeah, Ari Spears. Yeah. yeah, you're so right. His yeah, 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 is so good. He's so good in that, like, his, like his the kid. one role where, like, she yells at him. There was a guy uh, at work, the other day a guy at work was talking to me about, I think he brought up old, and somehow we got on Vanilla Sky, and mm. like, um, this is a normie I'm talking to, so he thought like M. Night might have been involved in Vanilla Sky, I was like, no dude, that was the director of Jerry Maguire, and he just kind of like had this like look, like what? All normies think M. Night Shyamalan invented the Black Twist. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? In fairness, I feel like if M. Night Shyamalan had done Vanilla Sky, it might have made more sense. Vanilla <laughs> <laughs> Sky makes no sense. Like, in yeah. my head, I need to rewatch. It's been a while since I've watched yeah. Vanilla Sky. I love, I love Vanilla Sky, but it's hard to say that's a perfect movie because. You know, it's the most perplexing. So many... Like, yeah. every time I've watched it, I remember it's like. But huh. I grew up, I grew up with weird... Vanilla Sky just as much as I grew up with Jerry Maguire. Like, I, I love that movie, but yeah, there are weird, 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 weird points. Like, mm-hmm. the dialogue they give Penelope Cruz, like, so many weird things in that movie. It's a weird movie, but I still Dude. I still kind of love it. No, yeah. But again, I, I love that Tom Cruise would take that role. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he'd take that role today. I don't know. It's been five years since he did American Me. Which was probably his most American like, made, or American made. American <laughs> me <laughs> is Edward James Olmos. Edward James Olmos. Yeah, that is that is Taylor Swift. Out, Tom man. James a, Olmos. Yeah. yeah, Tom James Olmos. But, but like, see, that's what I said. Nobody even talks about that movie. I forgot the title. That's of it. that's like, un, that's very it, underrated too. It looks 
big movie. I'm sorry. I did not pay attention to it. American Made is really good. good. It's super good. But it's like one of those things. He's like, well, I guess somebody's talking about this. I'm just going to do Top Gun 2 and Mission Impossible franchises. Yeah. 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 Right. Makes sense. But it's like we didn't get money either. Yeah. Yeah. No. That was a very weird decision. I think he really discounted how much people love Brendan Fraser. I oh, just, boy. I, oh, goodness. I guess. I mean, yeah, obviously. They were, like, that brought the old one back into I know Nick doesn't agree, but my whole family was like, what the hell are you doing? You yeah. know, they, they love that franchise. The whole so Dark Universe execution thought, oh, was, was a mess. Yeah, it was. They just... It's gonna work. The, the whole they had the logo ready to go. Yeah. Answer me this question. I've asked y'all this before. I know at least one of y'all, Nick or Randy. What the hell was he supposed to be at the end of the movie? Was think, he now the mummy? I think or? he was the mummy. They really didn't make That's that so clear. Lovely. They didn't. <laughs> I don't know. But they they they, they like they had Russell Crowe established as Jekyll and Hyde. I think Angelina yeah. Jolie was doing Bride of Frankenstein. So, I see this. Russell Crowe, like he was having a damn ball when he had the yeah. transformations. I'm I, like, man, okay. I liked his scenes. Then, he was going to be the movie was so of the fucking dark universe. I think Tom Cruise owed the mob some money, and that movie was just so <laughs> bland. It was, I didn't even hate it, but I remember watching it, thinking like, "This ain't it." Like I was like, "This yeah. is not going to." It's just, off and that's like the weird thing, thing about it. It's this not exactly it. a it terrible movie. It's just so it's super duper mediocre. Yeah, yeah like come it, on, guys. Kind of another one. I've seen 27 Tom Cruise movies. Like, let's, let's yeah. get some good ones. <laughs> hey, we're talking about The Mummy. Jake Johnson was in The Mummy, Melissa. You didn't watch it? Oh, shit. Jake Johnson is in The Mummy. And for those of you Angelina familiar... Lee? What the fuck? No, she wasn't it's in just... it, but they had her a movie lined up. Oh. They had this well, whole, now... like... Like, the original Universal Monsters, they wanted to, like, yeah. update and, br- and make it a shared universe, and the mummy just bombed. Like these actors, they hired and Brendan paid. Fraser. They did a whole photo shoot. Yeah. Johnny Depp, Angelina, oh. Tom Cruise, and uh, Javier Bardem, right? Was it he was going to be Frankenstein? Or Frankenstein's they, monster? They had it all in the day. I mean, they got, a, they got free money because they, they paid them. They had social media pages set up. Like, it was, like, like they were so confident. And they had one movie. That, that was such a flat, like, to me, like, anytime, like, saying they didn't Warner do Brothers, it. It's something. I mean, they're like, how embarrassing. And I'm like, I don't know if it's as embarrassing as the Dark Universe. Right. Because, they, like, they even put it at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Like, the Warner Brothers logo. Yeah, the Universal turned, logo. Or, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Universal logo, like, turned into the Dark Universe. Dark universe. And I was like, that's mad. And also, really like, the execution. That like, is some said, confidence. Um, like by that time, uh, Marvel y'all should have bit the formula. They shoot a scene with Angelina Jolie as, or shoot a scene with somebody else as their character. They didn't have nothing. They had this ambiguous ending. Tom Cruise's whatever the fuck he's supposed to be. <laughs> he's the mummy. It's like why he's not yeah. a mummy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's not. <laughs> it's a shoot. Don't I saw that movie in oh man yeah I saw that movie in Seattle it was just like man why <laughs> like, I would have gone to see the Mummy too I would have gone yeah. to see whatever the next Dark Universe thing is of course it's me 
That's why I, I kind of wish it would have happened. When the when the Invisible Man yeah, came out, like they were kind of like ambiguous whether it was connected or not, and then it definitely yeah, wasn't it definitely because it wasn't. was good. It was yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah, it was. They should have had him do the damn Dark Universe. Yeah, uh, Lee yeah he's doing a wolf. He's doing a Wolfman with Ryan Gosling, isn't he? Oh, yeah. They mentioned yes. that if it's gonna be, he's yes. gonna do his individual Dark yeah. Universe with the. Hey, Where's Randy, Russell Crowe? What, like, what's man. your favorite Tom Cruise movie? Well, we're we're tiptoeing on an hour, yeah. and we still need Eric's. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you mine. I got it. When did you want to come back? Money. Yeah, let's, twenty minutes. Let, let's break first. All right. <laughs> All right. Second half. Got got the lead going in the fourth quarter. Um, between Eric's favorite Tom Cruise movie, my favorite Tom Cruise movie, and just talking about Tom Cruise movies, we got a lot to cram into this next 60 minutes, mm-hmm. which will probably mm-hmm. be like 56 minutes. So, Eric, but first, fire let's away. Let's talk about The Mummy. No, 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 Nick. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> the Mummy so I Returns. I think it's got to be, for me overall, uh, Born on the Fourth of July. That um, good old Ollie, Oliver Stone I think this is one of Cruz's most fantastic performances in the movie itself. You know, uh, tough subject matter, but that's what Oliver Stone does. And Willem Dafoe is in this movie. It's, it's great performances. And the transformation. So this was a late 80s. He was still in his, what, mid to late 20s. Um, what doesn't get a lot of credit, I don't, I don't think it was nominated, is makeup. Because the beginning of the movie, he looks like almost younger than he really is. And by the time the end of the movie comes, he's aged up. And this is, like I said, in the 80s. And that lends to his performance. But definitely born on the 4th of July. But it's a very close second, and we'll, we'll probably get to that. But this is this is it for me. Alrighty. Which is yeah. funny because he was born on July third, for real. Mm. <laughs> Whoa, that's what got him the she role. She should have held out a little longer. Like it was Fourth of July. But... I stood, like looked it up and I was like, "What actor was born closest to the Fourth of July?" <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Randall. Yes, I want to hear this. Y'all already know. Bumblebee. Look, my number two. My number two would be my number one, but he's not. A main character. So my number one predominantly takes place in a taxi cab. Yeah. Oh. yeah that was mine. Almost. Collateral. See? Yeah, collateral's yeah. amazing. It's nice not, choice. You don't collateral. get too many Tom Cruise as the antagonist movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just brilliant. And then like Jamie Foxx was like kind of smitten with Jada Pinkett, and then he saw the target list, and then it, you know, he tried to interject, and mm-hmm. you know, Eric with his weapon crush Wednesdays, bro, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. two two to the chest, one to the head, like it was mm-hmm. that shit was artwork. <laughs> yes, yes, I agree. Yeah, and I then like not, it's in the transporter like, universe because Jason yeah. Statham was in it. Yeah. Yeah, what? Yeah. Such a tiny little part. I was like, give me some Yeah, more. that was cool. Cameo. Mm. He's the transporter. <laughs> was that 2004? Yep. Because yep. Mark Ruffalo was in like a August, thousand movies in 2004. August and I, I was 2004. Like, Who is this guy? I was so crazy about him that time. He was everywhere. 
playing playing like antagonists, rom coms, all, all sorts of things. Anyways, it's really funny. Yeah. But yeah, that that's a great movie. I rewatched it. I watched it when it came out, thought it was so great. I was like, Jamie and Tom are so good in this movie. And especially Jamie, because I didn't know, I knew, we knew him as a comedian, I, I would say, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, Dumb, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh my God, he's, he has range, as one of my friends said. He was like, Jamie has range. Like, yeah, yeah. Flip the visor down, so, go on vacation. He was so vulnerable in that movie. And we, like mm-hmm. you said, we even get to see the romance. Like, we get to see everything. Like, him at work, him dreaming of a better life. Oh man, I that really knocked me out when yeah, I he pulled stopped. down the picture. Yeah, yeah. my second. And like you said, my... Tom playing the antagonist. That's so true. We don't see enough of that. That's very true. And he was very good in that my, antagonist. My, my second favorite Michael Mann movie. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a that's a good movie. And I I remember I tried to rewatch it, and I was like, oh my god, this is too scary. But I rewatched it for the pod, and I was like, okay, this is really good. <laughs> you talk about collateral. Like, yeah, and it was yeah. kind of like swimming along, and I was like, why was I so knocked out by this movie? But then the last 20, 30 minutes, I was like, oh, shit. You know, that's like edge of your seat. Yeah. It was so good. Drama and action, just like yeah. so good. And, you know, you speak, of, you speak of scary in that movie. And usually <laughs> when you think scary, you think jump scares. There's a – at least it got me. So there's something with Michael Mann with Heat with – um collateral in a couple of other his movies his gunshot effects are so not over stylized they're so realistic mm, yeah. yeah you know what i mean you get yeah. there's no over boom 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 it's just like how you would imagine it would sound with the reverb and the echo and just the loudness so the yeah. scene yeah. with uh mark ruffalo uh he grabs jamie fox in the club they come out they come out like let's go let's go let's go and then Boom, boom, boom. Tom Cruise takes him out. I didn't expect mm, that. I like yeah. to jump in the first time. You're right. That. That, was, that was shocking. Yeah. That, that yeah. first scene where like, the guys steal the bag and they're walking off. Yeah. He comes out and he's like, go homie, is that my briefcase? <laughs> I haven't seen that in the theater. That's kind of the first time you really see him do anything. Yeah, that's the first yeah. time you actually and see him. And it's so loud. Like he's, he's so like chill. It's like boom, boom, boom. And it's like yeah. shoots in the head and then he goes back and it was like <sighs> Yeah, I remember seeing it in the theater vividly, like uh, going yeah. like this. I saw it with like my mom. Like we were like, <laughs> I was about to say, you were oh, fourteen. He's, there's nothing about that movie that's over the top in any no. way. Like yeah. it's all perfectly like. It's a very slow like, burn till the end. If mm-hmm. anybody had been over that, like if John Travolta had played the time, <laughs> it would have been, been over a, the top. No disrespect to John Travolta, but it would have been a completely different kind of movie. Or like Nicolas Cage. Like, we want Nicolas Cage. Yes, It would have been an action movie. You're so right. It's not really an action movie. It's like a crime drama. You're so right. You're so right. like, Tom Cruise is perfect in that movie. That's Michael Mann's bread and butter. Randy nailed it when he said, you don't expect this from Tom Cruise. So you're right. Sitting in that theater, you must have been like, what the fuck? Yeah. What's his other Do, um, antagonistic movie, movie, man? Maybe physical media. Interview uh, with a Vampire? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Y'all know I got that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so there's an interesting... DVD had two discs. Oh, oh. Yeah. I said, like, yes, a two disc. That means it was popular. <laughs> and like, and there's, um, there's a cool special feature on the DVD, or I would assume Blu-ray also. Um, and they do a little test, and it's scary. It's also scary at the same time. Tom Cruise spent the day 
as a UPS um, delivery man, and nobody <laughs> noticed him. Wow. And he was speaking. Um, this, Just, the test was the thing of blending in. That's what his character was supposed to be. Oh, okay. And, you know, it was Los Angeles. Nobody pays attention to nobody else in, Los, in L.A. And it's kind of a... It's an underlying thing throughout the whole story. Nobody knows that this, this guy through the whole movie you know, is, a, is a hostage. Right, right. And But, yeah, it's, it's, they got the video. Y'all should check it. It's probably on YouTube. Tom Cruise is going in. Was he and, doing the salt and pepper hair? or? Um, no, it was him just in his brown hair or whatever. Huh. But, um, and which is even crazier because yeah. it's him. <laughs> Weird. Just not makeup or whatever. And I don't know um, if they talk about that. I think that that's the icing on the cake, the look, the salt and pepper hair and the, the beard and all that. You know, imagine Tom Cruise clean shaven and yeah. regular hair in that role, yeah. you know, it's some whoever. I don't know. They did a good job with Jamie. Yeah, Anton. yeah for sure. So, man, yeah, Jamie, so, I think, had the glasses and like, yeah, you know, there's a little those subtleties that those yeah. count. They kind of put down his because he's like a good looking guy. They kind of like put that down. Yeah. A bit. Y'all know who they offered Jamie Foxx's role to first? Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. And would Tom be the villain? Yeah. No. (laughs) The Tom Cruise role was offered to Kevin James. Shut up! (laughs) Oh, no. Again, it would have been a very different movie. But probably great. Paul Blart collateral. Adam Sandler could have, like, knocked that out of the park, though. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, that's yeah, now, absolutely. Now that's basically uncut gem. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's like thinking about it. It's like he turned that. I think he turned it down or something or whatever. He was doing Spanglish, which was kind of out of the box. <laughs> the worst so it was movie. like maybe, maybe he could have like killed Collateral. Yeah, I'm and then Jamie, pro- Jamie wouldn't have the career he has now because look at what happened, right? Well, I mean, Adam maybe. Sandler was also offered Ray, so you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It worked out. It's still Adam Sandler's in still. Yeah, but I know we talk about Cruz, but hell of a year for Jamie Foxx. He hell yeah. was nominated for three Golden Globes, three separate performances from nine from um oh four. Was the, and then the, the two Oscar oh, nods. Like Ray was also oh four, sorry. The, the Tookie <laughs> Williams boxing hey, movie, right? What was going on that yeah. year? No, the Tookie Williams story. Yeah. Uh, the dude who was the leader of um, the Bloods or somebody, but he got the Nobel Peace, Peace Prize nomination, but whatever. And let's not forget hey. breaking all the rules. Yeah, so those three, and only those three. Also <laughs> 2004, yes. Breaking all the rules. Oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I didn't realize that, that was all at the same time. Like, That's insane. I remember breaking all the rules came out that summer. And, like, reading, I used to, I had was really into entertainment weekly at that time like i had like a subscription i always read the reviews and like everything and i remember reading that was like breaking all the rules it was like collateral was coming out and i was like wait this is the same jamie fox like i was like wait jamie fox <laughs> from breaking all the rules and booty call and held up like this is the same jamie fox and i it was i was like oh good i oh, always God. had entertainment weekly too you know ew man just love those books I always got hyped for their summer movie previews. So we've yeah, everyone's I was, favorites, I guess. Fun fact, my mom, uh, just off topic completely, my mom got me an Entertainment Weekly subscription for Christmas. Like, she was like, I was offered a free thing, and so, like, I put your name down, so Merry Christmas. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm getting them once a month, not a week, 
And maybe a month or two ago, I got a thing in the mail. They're not making the magazine anymore. No, nah, wow. just the website. Yeah. I'm surprised they keep... waited this long. A lot of people. I was getting it over. until very recently, and then I just didn't pay my last one. So then, yeah. Yeah, I used to get them all the time, and I loved. Like I would come home from school and like get them out of the mailbox. And I loved them, and so she like remembered that. It was like a sweet gift. But yeah, I get people. They're like, we're gonna send you people for the rest of the year, and I was like, oh, I don't even like that's, people. That's, that's nice of your mom. Oh, that's that's fun. Yeah. So, but, um, anyway, so my, yeah. Minority Report. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I was about to talk about I just watched that one again, too. It's my number four. Yeah. Top five. Top five, Chris. No, not top five for me at all. That Okay, that top is one three. That is one ugly-looking movie, and then I was reading the trivia that that was on purpose. I was like, yeah, Spielberg. The genius of Steven. Yeah. Looks ugly. He's like, make this the dirtiest, ugliest movie you've ever seen. Yeah, Bacon, and the cinematographer was like, and cold. No more. The future yeah. is a shithole. <laughs> Bacon drink or curdled sour does like what can make the scene grosser? Did Phil yeah. K. Yeah. Dick write it to look like a downtrodden, nasty looking environment? Mm-hmm. Don't know the answer. No, definitely that's a, that's a definite yeah. But uh, yeah, you're right. It's um, it, it's, it does it's look... fifteen on my list. Sorry, guys. But yeah. there you go. Yeah, but all his movies are good, so that's not. But, yeah, it's, um... I might even have that top five Spielberg. Like I love Ooh, Minority Report. Wow, you guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, it is good. So. It is. And it's I just even, a fantastic. It's a fantastic. I even watched the show actually. Oh, I never. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the show. I didn't, I didn't yeah, touch what, the show. What's the name? Yeah. What's the it name? was filmed in Toronto. It was oh. called Minority Report. <laughs> I have Wasn't it. I have it number yeah. seven. Am I, am I wrong? I have it number seven on my Spielberg list. It's so good, I could die. But yeah, the suspense <laughs> of it is like, awesome when they start chasing him and the uh, the mystery, the actual mystery in the movie. Yeah. Then I. And, yeah, it was good. It was good. And it's, it's so interesting, different. though. The movie, for the most part, is, is like you yeah. say, cold and drab. But um, if you notice, the flashback with him and his son actually um, takes out some of that desaturation when he and he loses his son. And if you notice, it goes. I was about to say, to look is, at it again. is that like the yin and yang of his world? Yeah, that's what I would think. But yeah. it's, um, yeah, that's when he woke up. I don't know. I love, I think it's just a great movie. It's, you know what's you know what's yeah, weird also. What's this that? is like a twenty-year spoiler, but we never find out what happens to his son. He could nah, still, he, he got, he he got could still be alive. Taken. He could still be out there, but they didn't even wrap that up. I well, found that really interesting. After the Fablemans, Minority Report Two. Yeah. Minority Report Two. Where's his son? Oh, we can do it. Twenty years later, Miles Teller. <laughs> Dad, where were you? Why are your eyes different? Oh man, that'd why, be great. Why'd you pull why my? Why'd you pull my orders? <laughs> Eyes weird. What a specific concept. Being so so different than what I anticipated it being. Like it was like a yeah. summer mm. Spielberg sci-fi with Tom fucking Cruise. Yeah. Get get your popcorn. And I was like, okay, this will be get fun. And like, it's not that fun of a no. movie. It's not it, fun it, per se, it's but it's, a, yeah. it's like dark and really dramatic. Like it's a great performance from Tom Cruise. What you don't. With Tom Cruise, he did two movies with Spielberg. Yeah. yeah. Two big sci-fi movies, and like to me, they're both two of his best performances ever. Ooh. And I'm yeah. like, well, okay. that's weird. <laughs> weird 
I wasn't expecting that from either of these movies. And on and on break, in between filming Minority Report, we got the Tom Cruise and Steven Spielberg gold member cameos. Yeah, that's true. Oh, boo. <laughs> yeah, baby. Well, yeah, baby. <laughs> that's the last one on my list. <laughs> well, yeah, Austin, I think my friend here says different. Super duper underrated. And also some of the best... So the movie looks, per se, as far as shade, um, very ugly. But, oh, you talk about direction when the um, the pre-crime crew comes and gets him when he gets his new eyes. And the above shot when they're going across the whole apartment complex looking for everybody with the little spider mm, thing. That's yeah. just a, come on, that's a work of art. The right visual there. effects are, are incredible. I'm just kind of making yeah. fun of, like, the colors. I was, like, adjusting my TV, like, what's wrong? Oh, yeah. And then I was like, Because if you oh, watch Saving Private Ryan, it looks like that also, the same yeah. cinematographer. Yeah. Yeah. And and say probably it was kind of like an era for like ugly sci <laughs> like like sci fi movies that took place in the future. It was kind of like AI. I was yeah. about yeah. to say, yeah, I robot. Even like it was like we're going yeah. in the future, but the future isn't like gorgeous. The future kind of sucks yeah. like it does now. It's, it's just so, more. Yeah. And my yeah. early report and I robot based on the same um, author. Yeah, the same author. But uh, and, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's true enough. It, it's like, ooh, look how pretty and <laughs> no, yeah, it's like it's like Minority Report. It's like you can almost imagine it because like the houses all look normal and like people look normal. It's like the cars look a little different and like they do these weird things. It's like yeah, that I can see us doing that. Mm-hmm. I just love Minority Report. I think it's, I just think it's, I just think it's swell. I think it's great. Swell. <laughs> I think it's swell. And a very young um. He was in his twenties. That's crazy. Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah. He's like twenty five. He's another guy. He's so oh. like good. Like you would assume he was older, but he was like young and hungry and minority. That was another one that was supposed to go to another actor, but I already forgot. I was reading all the trivia for this movie. That's why. <laughs> but he wasn't the first choice at all. Someone else was like, "I don't, I don't want to play that role." I, I forget who, but they didn't want to be. They didn't want to be the guy just running away from Tom Cruise the whole movie. That's what they said. Yeah. So now I wonder if y'all saw this movie, and it's I keep forgetting this movie it was directed by James Mangold, and it's just it's I don't think it's it's just okay. It's yeah, here. it's mid. Yeah, night and day. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. That's movie. another movie. <laughs> My dad fucking loves the movie Night and Day. Like my yeah. dad loved movies. He loved Morbius. He thought Morbius kicked so much ass. And I was like, really? He just loves those random movies. He loves Night and Day. Like, he I'm thought so Night glad, and Day. Derek, I'm so glad you brought up Night and Day. I, I, yeah, I saw that in theaters. I did too. Yeah. So did I. I always forget about Night and Day's like, existence. And he just loves it. And I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, he was in Night and Day, wasn't it's, he? It's the, re- I didn't it's the think reunion about that of, this. yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's the reunion of Cameron and Tom. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think about that movie for this podcast. Like, I was thinking of all these Tom movies, and like, I didn't even think about Night and Day until I this feel moment. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like it it's might dull. be underrated. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking too high, but I, I just like it. Baby. I saw it in theaters. I liked it then. I bought it. I like it now. I watched it again for this podcast. I still like it. Uh, I can't even explain, but I don't know. I just like it. And I, I know it's not the greatest. Trust me. I know it's not like five stars, amazing. I know that. But I just, 
I love Cameron. I love Tom. Put them together. Yeah, sign me up. Like, I, I was just happy. I just liked that movie. I yeah, like, think, I think it was good. I think it's yeah. not horrible. Like, some Tell me this. Did you watch... Which good. version of the movie did you watch? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. Remember um, they showed in the There's more than one? What's that? There's more oh. than one? Like, I don't oh, yeah, there's an extended version now. I watched. I saw the movie twice. So they mentioned, like, in passing that she's a car restorer. Yeah. And you get a lot of that in the extended version. Oh, yeah. Then I actually see, I'm like, okay, the character development in the then It's just that extended. It's not a director's cut or whatever. But, yeah, it's just, just yeah, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's great. It's, it's, it's funny. Like, I never think it was, like, good. It's of course, it's well, well directed, James Mango. Yeah. yeah, there's some good action scenes. Yeah. You know. It's just I like, like it's funny. It was it was it's funny. I remember having It is funny. Yeah. Because Tom is acting like this is all completely normal. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. like, What's who are you? What's going on? What's what's wrong with you? And he's just like, Oh, relax. There's you know? a sequence. Um it's not really a montage, but a, a sequence of I think he drugs her and yeah. then she's blinking in and out yeah. and in different places and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like, Yeah, we're on the plane now and I yeah, like and that. then he takes her to the tropical island. Yeah, and yeah. she wakes up. Yeah. Man, but like Tom Cruise is one of those guys who doesn't have a lot of duds on his filmography, and James Mangold yeah. is one of those directors who don't have a lot of duds. So like nice. this movie is low for me on both of their lists. <laughs> That's Dang. fine. That's fine. I just, the only thing I remember, I remember I was working at Target like nine years ago. It was like 2013, and we had a thing on the TV that was like a Blu-ray advertisement that like played little clips of movies. And there's somebody that I just, I, it was like him talking. He was like, "Hey, Jen, that's a beautiful dress." Like that's all I think about when I think about. I don't even remember the context. Yeah. That's all I can remember from night day. It's that's so a beautiful dress. He's wearing and I'm a bridesmaid's like, dress. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, okay, great. great. Let me ask y'all this: um, Who plays her sister? That's it. What did y'all think about? Um. Maggie, so I never seen Maggie this movie. Grace? What's that? Yes, ma'am. Randy was asking oh. who played Cameron's sister. Yes, she oh, did. Yeah. Um, now, one movie I haven't seen, and I want to ask y'all about it, if y'all have seen it. It's the Robert Redford movie, directed movie. Lion for Lambs. I've got it sitting here. I'm, I, I was haven't gonna seen it. I was going to try to rewatch it before this, and I didn't. The I'm reason so, I, I didn't, didn't bother, Eric, is because the rating is really low. I'm, that yeah, that's I'm what. I've never seen it. Shockingly had low. For a Meryl Street movie. I'm thinking right. about titling this episode Lions for Lambs. No, oh, you got to right there. Yeah, I had it sitting here. I was like, dude, I should rewatch that before Sunday. And See, like, look, I didn't have a chance. I need to break down this Eric stigma, Eric. What's that? I don't buy everything. Nick buys everything. <laughs> I break down stigma. No, I know that now. Wow. Nick it's, got like 18 versions of the same movie. I you didn't got, know that. Nick got VHS and DVD. I do upgrade. I'll, I'll upgrade my movies and then keep all the copies. Like, right. So what about this other one with Tom Cruise? I haven't seen it. Valkyrie. It's very few. I think this is the only two I haven't seen with Tom Cruise. Lion for Lambs and the Brian Singer directed Valkyrie. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen it. Uh, best nope. thing about Valkyrie is like everyone's supposed to be German. And no one is jerk. Like, no one. Kenneth Branagh is just himself. Tom <laughs> Cruise is like, kill Hitler. And it's like, he's just American. No, to man. me, that was an amazing choice. Like, Wasn't that a Christmas release? Yes. 2008. So it was like right after Tropic Thunder. Man. It's like, you know him. 
Tom Cruise. You know who it cool. is. With that said, how about Tropic Thunder? Uh, yeah. My number Woo. two. Yeah. Tropic Thunder. Let me tell you this. I had no idea going into this movie. Nobody did. You didn't? <laughs> I can't. I didn't realize it until when, like, at the beginning, his first scene in the movie, he's on, I think they did this on purpose, he's on, like, the TV, the video conference, right? Diet Coke! Yeah. And who here yeah. is the the key grip the or the key, best boy or something? Key grip. I didn't You punched I that director right in the face. I didn't realize until the, the second scene when he was physically in the scene. And Dude, my dad's like, that's Tom Cruise. I saw what? this shit at least three times in the theater. Each time somebody like saw the credits and looked at me like that was Tom Cruise <laughs> without fail. So I yeah. saw the pictures got leaked before the movie even came oh, out. Like that's yeah, the I'm sure I did too. Time where I, I remember saying it's it was like pictures of him getting his <laughs> that might have been it Dude. I, I just remember it being a thing like somebody like Ben Stiller or somebody was pissed like he was like oh we really tried to hide that and yeah. I'm a lot of people didn't uh, a decent amount of sure got the leak yeah I feel like I did yeah, like it didn't hurt the movie because it was still like what the fuck yeah. Tom Cruise yeah. and he's so funny I feel like and I was talking about this movie with another person ooh this movie did not get you can make this movie today another person <laughs> No, man. I, even, I even think it's weird that they made it back then. I was it's even so, yeah, because they got on them about the simple more, Jack thing. They yeah. wanted them to actually cut all that out. I remember yeah. that. There's so many things that I'm like, uh. Yeah, but I like, know Randy so, loves it, but it's not really my fave. Let's just say that. There it's even was, more like topical today. Like it's even more right, like that's true. Yeah. Yeah, you need to find a way to talk about it in today's language, I guess. But Tom yeah, Cruise was so good in this movie that at least until, like, 2011, there was talks of him, like, getting his own spinoff. Uh-oh. Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah. I remember that. I'm glad that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have it, but I'm not mad that that yeah, didn't come happen. come on. Yeah, man. But, yeah, he got a golden glow. That was, you know, supposed to be one of those, like, cameo things, like, oh, yeah, and Tom Cruise. He got a Golden Globe nomination for that because right, he just he like, stole the movie from everybody. I think yeah. him and McConaughey, really. Yeah. Like if Robert Downey Jr. is not yeah. in this movie, I think they give Tom Cruise an Oscar nod. Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Because <laughs> Downey, of course, deserved it, and he got the nod. And somebody, it's like every couple months, somebody brings that up. It's like, oh, this is your bestie? This is your favorite? And it's like, yes. Robert Downey Jr. It was the funniest thing. Oh man! But yeah, you couldn't do it today. I wouldn't want you to do it today. I'd be like, yeah. eh, Even we aren't gonna was... get. It. Yeah. But like at the time, it was like just the thing, and it was like, I don't know. It's even more like topical now. Like people still do these things. Like yeah, meth they do. doctors. Yeah. Are like running rampant now, and yep. it's such yeah. a thing that we You're get so fun right. of. Yep. So this and is like, what. After post Weinstein and all that shit it's like holy shit yeah. what is more relevant than that now but it's like it's still people wouldn't get it like they'd set it up and be like oh this is gross I wonder yeah. was he based yeah. on someone in particular like um, most likely who's the guy who makes flirt, flirting with disaster Dave uh, what's his name the guy who made silver linings play uh, David oh, David O. Russell yeah that sounds like yeah exactly yeah it's just the thing um Glad it's gotten better 
uh, the culture of Hollywood for so long was, I mean, think about way back in the day in the Julie, Judy Garland days. They literally yeah. gave them drugs, yep. uppers and downer mixtures yep. so they could so they could work like, openly. But and then, you know, that's really gotten sick. better. It's progressively gotten yeah. better, but then in other areas gotten worse. And then they just had to keep it behind the it's scenes. It's not even like that it's gotten better. People just talk more. Yeah, that's um, People yeah, that's are true. more like whistleblowing now, right? Yeah, they put it behind Vince the scenes more so. I just keep it with that. Yeah, that yeah. idea. Ben Stiller said he had that idea for that movie cooking up for like 20 years. Like he was in Empire of the Sun. And he said, he, like, seeing the filmmaking of that, like, it kind of like sparked like an idea that he had. And so he was like writing right. that movie for like 20 years before it came out. And I'm like, I would I say that's like, that's crazy. Maybe he knows like the way Christian Bale is method acts or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was thinking about that too, that Terminator thing, you know, that release. Right. Release. So, you know, it's what definitely a composite character at the least. Um, right. Tom Cruise. Exactly. Yeah. It could be based on so many people actually. Right. Like, like who's that producer? It came out that he's such a prick. Scott Rudin. Yeah, Scott know? Rudin. And... It could be so many people, right? Yeah, and Joe Silver has a rep, um, but they actually poked fun of him in True Romance. Mm, with um, there okay. was a character in that movie. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but okay. So, um, what so, about uh, the Hustler Two? Oh, the Color of Money. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. it's a good I movie. That. I didn't get through that one. Yeah. There's a it's funny a little good. trivia. So, and Tom and Tom Cruise. That's what Scorsese, Randy. Yep. And um, Top Gun, the first one, um, there's a scene where uh, Maverick is getting out of the shower. He has his shirt off, and he's talking to um, uh, Kelly McGillis. Is that her name? Yeah, yeah. Kelly so that McGillis. scene is additional photography, and his hair is wet because he's working on Color of Money. He has that big hair. Yeah. Oh. And he, they had to do something with the hair, so they wet it down for him. And she has a wig on. Because they were both doing two separate projects. So go back and you it's so blatant <laughs> if you know what to look for. I just remember but, uh, the her color of money. She told him not yes. to take a shower and he took a shower anyway. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, that's how you do it. When Henry Cavill couldn't shave the mustache, like, Warner Brothers could have, like, had him grow a beard or something. Yeah. Or yeah. could have just waited. Idiots. But they wanted to get their bonuses. That's but how you color do it. money is, um,. <laughs> Kind of nah, low for me on my Scorsese uh, list. Might be yeah. for me, too. Not a bad movie. No, but hell no. Yeah, it's, it's like one of those, it's like, it would be kind of low. Well, I think it's a great movie. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. really good movie. And it's a good follow-up to The Hustler, which is also a great movie. Right. Um, Newman won the Oscar things, in like, this one. Yeah. I have it nine yeah. on my Scorsese list. That's yeah, pretty high. Didn't, didn't get through it, Melissa. Sorry, uh, I want to one day. Good one. Yeah, I think it's good. Do it. I have it nine on my Tom Cruise list. That's pretty high. Yeah, that's high. Like, I only have, I, I only have eighteen movies on it right now. That's half. Wait, mm-hmm. that's so high. I like it. I like pool. <laughs> I like pool. Pool's tight. Pool's tight. I like Mary Elizabeth <laughs> like Master Antonio. I really do like the color of money. Mary, I haven't it, heard it, that, her name in a while. <laughs> man. When of any of y'all, I just bought it on 4K. Now go ahead, Nick. I was like, in my head, the color money is underrated. But it's like underrated by I'm me. I'm sure it is. I'm sure <laughs> it's underrated by me. <laughs> it's like, dude, is that top 10 Scorsese? I'm like, hell no. But then oh. I'm like, maybe. Maybe. 
I'm like, wait, it's really good. What so is I, what about um? So I should watch it, I guess. Yeah, just a, it's just a good one. Try to finish it. I think you'll win this. Yeah. You don't even yeah. particularly <laughs> need to see the hustler. It's better if you know the hustler. It is. It is but for it's like, sure. Oh, come on, don't it's kind of like. You need you to know, know like they do tie in well though. You need to know Minnesota facts. Years with the hustle. Yeah. So you when know, is it's, when is the last time y'all saw his amazing performance of Steve Randall in The Outsiders? Oh, I saw it recently, actually. Yeah, I bought it on 4K. Looks I good. I feel like he's hardly in that. Movie. Five or no, so. He's, he's five or so. Years. Years. <laughs> but then again, you're in the movie with the cast in this movie. Yeah, that cast is crazy. When he does get yeah. to talk, he. Cause he's like a gymnast in this movie. He does like, um, he's flipping all the time. He does like a, a back somersault <laughs> off a car, and the front somersault. He like, yeah, okay, Tom Cruise. You know, you know how to flip. <laughs> I know, like, Dude. I know Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise, but like his director resume is ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Especially like when he was young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're young, you're still young, like you're trying to prove yourself. Like, and like in the eighties alone, Coppola, like Scorsese, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Scott, Ridley, Oliver Stone. Tony, yeah, yeah, Oliver Stone, Spielberg. Yeah. Do you guys love risky business? De Palma. I, I do. Oh yeah. I, I like risky business. I, I I saw it for the first time like maybe ten years ago and I was like, Oh my god, I love this movie. This is like Randy's very, doing the Spongebob face, like, he hasn't seen it. <laughs> It's like Ferris Bueller meets Pretty Woman, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's Ferris Bueller vibes. Like if Ferris Bueller was like for grown ups. Yeah. Like this is probably really what Ferris would have done with his day off. Yeah, it's really good, and and I'm always like, why did I rate it five stars? And then I watched it again, and I was like, yeah. it's still five stars to me. I just really like it. Well, just, of course, because I, it was. I like the story. I like the actors. Rebecca De Mornay, Like I just like everything. Oh yeah. About it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, the most important part, it was filmed in Chicago. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> but Nick talking about when Tom was young, I mean, Tom was young. Like, yeah. He was a baby in that movie. Yes. Everyone and else was like Bronson Pinchot and uh, yeah, what's it, the Joe, other Joey dude? Pans. Joey Pinchot. They Pans, were all yeah. like, older than him and like yes. supposed to be the same age. And he's just like. He's a baby. And it's, it's fun to watch him become a star or like. You know, yeah. right before he became a star, like wow, cool. He I like the star like in that movie because yeah. he's, he's really perfect. It's like to look at the poster, you would think ah, fair, like you said, Ferris Bueller, like ah, cool guy does has a cool day. But like <laughs> most of the movie, he's like, Struggling. you know, he's like a total square. Like he doesn't yeah. know anything about it about life. And at yeah. the end of the movie, like when he's talking to the Princeton guy, he's sometimes you just gotta say what the fuck, like. <laughs> He puts on his sunglasses. He's got the cigarette. Curtis like, he's, Armstrong, he's baby. So cool. Booger oh, from yeah. the nerd. Oh, yeah, that's right. Curtis Armstrong, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Curtis Armstrong. Great. But um, awesome. A crazy thing about this movie, it um, it created a what people believe to be a Mandela effect. When everybody does the dance to the old-time rock and roll song, they always do it with sunglasses on and a white shirt. <laughs> okay. In the movie... He doesn't wear sunglasses? Or a white shirt. Which color is the shirt? I thought he wore a shirt. It's not like Not striped. a white shirt. Is it, oh. is it pink? The shirt is pink. Oh, yeah. okay. It's not he, like has a white like pink. White, he has white briefs on. That part I know. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Yeah, but everybody, I guess people think about the poster with him with the glasses in there. Yeah. Yeah. The famous little thing at him like yeah, yeah. Really sit, like him with the glasses it's like a two second scene in the movie did, did i use yeah, that I like, like, did i, I use that gif on my stack in my stories the other day yeah yeah that yeah. like i was, I was waiting for that. that part the whole movie and i don't know if he does it or maybe they take a clip and speed it up yeah, he does it quick it's quick it's during the princeton interview like when he's done he tells her to like do something he just does yeah. that uh, like, like like was, literally a second. Yeah, I've been rewatching. Um, I've been rewatching Stranger Things for the last couple of weeks, and like season two, they go to the Halloween party, and like Steve Harrington's dressed like Tom Cruise, yeah. Risky Business. And they even do a thing where he goes like that, like during a song, like it's like a little montage, and he like does the thing. I was like, it's not even a big part of the movie. <laughs> like, what? for our, it's him for our audio only listeners, business. Nick is shaking his head, and making a goofy face. <laughs> it's that yeah. famous Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that that dance, though, Eric, that you bring up became mm-hmm. so iconic. I think most of us are a little too young to remember, but like that was such a big, big thing for so yeah. long. I had known about that way before I saw the movie. Yeah, I think most people who are just people who still haven't seen the movie and know exactly know where it's exactly, from. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's a TikTok thing. Like it's like oh, I'm sure. the business dance, and like they go flying in. It's crazy it's like how thing, that's like, lasted. Like, you assume he's wearing glasses yeah. and doing the stuff like, oh, he's the coolest guy. Like, he's not cool in that scene at all. Like, he's right. being a dweeb. Right, he's being a dweeb. Right. right. He's like, he's like yeah. a rich, sheltered kid, like you said. Yeah. He's not He's not Ferris. Ferris was actually very cool from the beginning. Right. Yeah, yeah, super cool. Speaking yeah. of a... Uh, he's got, like, her natural charisma and risky business till the end of the movie where it's like, oh, this is why he's a movie star. <laughs> Speaking of uh, like, rich, sheltered kids, I want to uh, get Edge of Tomorrow in there before we break off. Oh uh, yeah. Are, is this going to be the end? No, I just want to make oh, sure okay. we talk about it. Okay. This okay. is a, this is another against type Tom Cruise. I want one more movie after that. This is another Don't against move. type Tom Cruise movie because this movie starts and he's a fucking coward. Yeah, he's a coward. He, yeah. He's running yeah. from the fight. He's a bitch. Yeah. Total bitch. Yeah. And the, the evolution of his character just grows and grows, and he sees how badass Emily Blunt is. Right. Total bitch, and like she's like. You got it. But man, like she's so cool. Like immediately, she yeah. like looks cool. I feel like that was kind of like a, a change in her. Like th- I like is sometimes you see people and it's like whoa, she looks cool. Like immediately when you see her in that movie, and she's yeah. just like wearing a tank top, and she's just like, oh yeah, she's the tougher of the two people. Like for sure, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah. She's way cooler than that. character arc and with Cruz and hell he's- yeah going on to the when they land doesn't know what to do and he's yeah it's yeah. just on your feet maggot. because he relives every day yeah respawns. Love that montage respawns, yeah. and I, one of the best lines in the movie um r.i.p bill paxton um mm. they're like oh he, he like you're american I'm like no sir i'm from kentucky <laughs> <laughs> but huh. yeah I wanted to rewatch that too, and then we got news that the 4K was coming out, and I was like, "Well, fuck, I'll just wait and rewatch it on yeah. 4K." I'll totally upgrade it though. One of his two with Doug great, Lyman. That's, you guys that's are kind of like a, yeah. They, they talk about movies that like run a marathon and not a sprint, and like <clears throat> that's that movie to me because like yeah. when it came out, it was not a hit at all. Yeah, nah. hell yeah. We were we yeah, were talking before recorded that the title was really generic and it wasn't 
based on anything like pre-existing or like Dude. wasn't based on a like a franchise it was like, like a, that. a, so a manga like, or a yeah. manga or whatever it is right yeah, it was based on a manga yeah yeah. All you Some need is kill. Yeah, a lot of not a lot of people knew about it. So all you need but is they kill. Didn't know, they changed the title, so it was like this right. looks like all you need is kill. But uh, imagine, but like you said, you also before that more. title would have caught attention. Yeah, like all you yeah. need is that. That it would have uh, curiosity at the least. Kill and that oh, would have brought more. Oh, word, Tom Cruise. All you need. Okay, yeah. The Edge of Tomorrow. I that, the that could be looking good. That could be a title for a rom com if you. <laughs> 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 Night and day could have been called "All You Need Is Kill." <laughs> it could it not. Like, Whoa, spicy! This is spicy. But yeah, Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, well, like it's not really underrated anymore. No, it's how it's kind of rated. It's like oh, <laughs> it's like. kind of rated. It's yeah, my I watched that for the, the first time, and uh, you guys are doing a good job of selling it because I didn't love it. There's nowhere no. near my top favorites. And you guys know I love, I actually love time travel. I love sci-fi and all that. But I was like, I don't love this. So I, I like hearing you guys talk about it because you're really kind of selling me it, on why you like it. So It's my three for Tom Cruise. It's my one for Doug Liman. Yeah, I know you guys love the movie. No. It's, it was like, I don't like, I saw Edge of Tomorrow. I was like, holy fuck, that was so good. And I, I watched it again and started like really thinking about it. Like, I started thinking, like, overthinking. Like, I was like, so, like, at the end, like, he's like, they get to the, like, barn or whatever, and he's just like, he's looking at her, and he's like, we got to do this or whatever. And I'm like, she has no idea what he's talking about because she just met him today. Yeah. And you always have to remind yourself. So I'm like, guess I got to watch it again. And I'm like, I'm watching it again, like, seeing her, like, so she's got no clue. Like, they're running on the beach. She doesn't even know him from anybody. Right. He's like, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's a good scene in the movie. Was well, not really spoilers, but um, yeah, they get this is a scene. In, also, the scene in the barn. Dude, uh, he's eight years old. Just spill. he tells her like, um, "You never make it past this point." Oh, I know. Yeah. That was a good scene. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, that guy? Was good. He kept but calling like, and being like, "Let's make sandwiches," and she's like, "What the fuck? Let's go!" Yeah. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? It's like it's it's crazy <laughs> it's so though. Good. When the shit first was first announced, it was right after Oblivion, and apologies to Joseph Kaczynski because he his last two have been phenomenal. So I feel like I need to rewatch right. Oblivion. But I was like, damn, another Tom Cruise sci-fi movie? I don't know. And then that shit was like yeah. one of the best of the year. Yeah, it was. It was one of my standouts that year because it was like a surprise. It wasn't yeah. just like like it looked like oh him in a suit or whatever. Like it'll kick ass. Like it'll be good. It's like you watch Oblivion. You saw the trailers, best. You're like, oh, that'll probably kick ass, and it's like it did, but it's not that great. So you're like, Edge of Tomorrow, yeah, that'll probably kick ass, but it's like really good. Like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, sci-fi Groundhog Day, it's exciting, and yeah, it's the Groundhog Day thing actually works in right. an interesting way. And of course, with any time tra- travel movie, like with Groundhog Day, and, um, they have fun with it, and they actually it was a it wasn't a montage, dude. There's a dramatic section, was a lot of them, but this one in particular, where he's just like pissed off. He was trying to save everybody, and then this one time he chooses not to do anything, and he sees the big thing fall on the big guy. He's just standing there, and he goes on, and well, yeah, yeah. It's, they they have definitely have fun with it and um, explore it. So, 
Yeah, so many times Emily Blunt's like, I'm I'm gonna kill you, and he's like, no, 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 not this time. Yeah, right. Yeah, that yeah, that montage. Like the one time, like he, when he's running with the soldiers, and he's like, "Okay, I gotta get out of here." And he like rolls under the car. Like, yeah. The first yeah. Time the car runs him over. <laughs> and once you're like, what the hell was you thinking? It's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Cool. Um, oh, Melissa, what's the one that you wanted to get in before we finish? Talking about good directors that Tom's worked with, Eyes Wide oh. Shut, Stanley oh, yeah, Kubrick. Yeah. Just because I really like that movie and like Jerry Maguire and Vanilla Sky, Eyes Wide Shut is like the the third that I watched those movies a million times. I don't know why. I, I oh I do know why. Like I got into IMDb like around the year 2000, 1999. Yeah. And it, you know they would always suggest the same movies like Lebowski, Rushmore, Eyes Wide Shut was one of them. So I was like, okay, I'll try this movie. It's a fucking weird movie. One of the weirdest yeah. movies of all time. You know, but I like Tom, I like Nicole. So that was always a movie that I told people about, hey, we'll try this movie. That was like my, the movie gives me like pres- like prestige. Like that's like a smart movie that I like, you know? Like <laughs> normally I like Wayne's World, Billy Madison, but I also like Eyes Wide Shut. I mean, it's weird. It's arty. You have to think about it. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. The ending leaves you confused. It's not your typical Hollywood movie. And it, obviously it didn't do very well, right? Or yeah. What I remember, That's a good question. I people came to hate it, and they they tried to advertise it, and people were like, "Oh, Tom and Nicole, uh, you know, like yeah. watch this." But I love that movie, and I always try to give it props and and make people watch it. Yeah, it's a great um. In like the, everybody remembers the first time they watched Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the things. Like, yeah, I watched it on Cinemax when I was like eleven. Right. <laughs> and of course, the weird night for Nick. The controversy um, surrounding the the orgy scene and with the CG characters and you could easily get it uncensored now. Mm, yeah. But yeah, it Wait, uh, came out the great year of 1999. Exactly, it's just, yeah. That's a great year great in cinema. Great yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's why I shot uh, excellent movie. Yeah. Great acting, great story, great cinematography. It's supposed to be New York, but it's actually not. I think it's England, but it, it's just, it's, beautiful story we always say we always say it's a christmas movie you know it's like supposed to be new york christmas it's based on a short story i believe um yeah i always sell it like it's a weird movie but give it a chance you know you'll never see anything Mm -hmm. like it you know it's true enough and and it's funny melissa you mentioned a lot of people were ragging on it just uh yeah this is pre-social media and i remember people ragging (laughs) on it just just to rag on it you know they haven't seen it and randy will get this reference I remember watching, um, <laughs> listen up. Now I remember watching, it's the Attitude Era wrestling. I was watching, um, Monday Night Raw and, um, Jerry Lawler, it, they brought it up doing commentary, doing a match for some reason. And he's like, oh, that's just like Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> no, no, no. They were advertising it. I think so. They're like, this is brought to you by Eyes Wide Shut. Yes, that's what happened. And the king, Jerry Lawler, was like, yeah, I heard that's the best way to watch it. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was it was like in, it was in pop culture. Just yes, it was like going viral before things were viral. Yeah, exactly that people hated that movie, but it's like did Simple you actually time. watch it? Because it's a good movie, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. But, oh, it's yeah. it's a Kubrick movie, like for Definitely. sure. Like, yeah, it was like his last one, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> good for you, like good for Kubrick, like yeah, that was him. Randy, did you ever see it? That's a Big Ten no. 
Yeah, you gotta watch it, man. It's been close to like twenty years since I've seen it. It's been a long time since I've oh, watched I used that. Oh, I watch it like yeah. every Christmas, like yeah. Uh, if y'all check my my Tom Cruise letterbox list, like I have like a good chunk of his filmography on here that I either haven't seen or just haven't seen lately. Like right. Rain Man, Interview with the Vampire, Vanilla Sky, Jerry Maguire. I haven't watched in a long time. At oh, least ten there's years. There's a lot of movies we haven't talked about because like we yeah. didn't even touch on Interview with the Vampire. Squeeze them in. Yeah. And again, a weird movie. Like weird choice for Tom Cruise. Weird True. choice for the filmmakers to choose Tom Cruise. I think he kills that movie. <laughs> like Anne Rice, didn't she like not want him to play Lestat? Like what oh, did she of course. like? Yeah. It's like fuck that dude. Like no. <laughs> and then like she watched it and like changed her mind. That's like rare. That like. Oh, yeah. Good. I didn't know that. But I heard like I always heard she watched it was like yeah nah he was really good. <laughs> like Kirsten Dunst like out acts everyone in that movie. Like that movie is insane. Right. I love Vampire. <laughs> We know we're yeah. talking about a few good men. The firm. The firm. At cocktail. least we talked about a few good men in the 1992 episode, L- lawyer, and we talked about lawyer Tom Cruise. 1992, but we talked about them. Oh, far and away. So, yeah, far and away. So they far, and away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. far and away. But like, so, yeah. Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. Love Days of Thunder. Cold trickle, the best name ever. Cold trickle, and Last Samurai. Such a NASCAR name. I was little. I thought that was a real person. Like, I, like we would refer to Cole Trickle, and I was like, is that, is that a real guy? Like, that sounds like a NASCAR name. Right. That's great. Like, wow. It's like Cal Naughton Jr. It's like every NASCAR movie. Like, they come up with names that really sound real. <laughs> Cal Naughton Jr. Cole Trickle. Cole Trickle. The Firm is one of those movies where I don't even think it's great, but I watch it a lot. I just seem to watch it. It's watchable. Like, it's it's good enough, but I still kind of, like, don't want to give it too much credit. I don't know why. But it's like- one of those my mom oversold me when I was young. Like, she was like, you need to watch him in The Firm, John Grisham. And I was like, okay. And, like, when I watched it, I was like, that was fine. But, like, yeah, it, The Firm it was is fine. top shelf uh, Wilford Brimley content. Oh, you, you beat me back. <laughs> you Wilford Brimley. Well, like, The Firm is It was the on best, the tip of like, my tongue. Also, Holly Hunter, I think she got an Oscar nomination. Her a part very is, small role. Yeah, her part, I was yeah. going to say, her part is not even big, but you, every time she gets me. Like, yeah. She just gets me. Oh, man. Yeah. She's so cute in that movie. Yeah. And the stem. Uh, yeah, that was the firm, the one scene. In, yeah, because I hadn't seen it in like 25 years when, where she she witnessed the murder from under the desk, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, that scene creeped me out. legal secretary, as, yeah. As a kid, I'm like, man, yeah. yeah. There's something watchable about It's one of those watchable movies. You That's know, a great way to describe it. It's just like that, yeah. Mm. I, again, Wilfred Brimley, like, explaining <laughs> like, I'm not even talking about just screwing. I'm talking about horrible, unlawful acts, the kind of thing. It's, it's just Wilfred Brimley. I'm like, amazing casting. Amazing. You're right. That casting. is good casting. Yep. The whole, the whole just movie. just screwing. Yeah. Well, Nick, right, Nick with an right. ace impression two out of the last three episodes. <laughs> He's to, he has no like emotion. He's just supposed to be the guy. He's like, let me tell you about my job. Let me tell you about what I do. Here's a picture of you screwing. I think this is the first movie where I noticed, took notice of Tobin Bell. Ah. Did he want to play a game? Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Tobin. But... Oh, like, yeah, he just looked creepy. And yep. of course, was, so... was he talking to Kramer in a pawn shop? Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> and of course, Gary Busey. They got a lot of creepy people in this movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what the movie is, right? Yeah, creepy. Yeah. Oh, I wish I'd have given this like longer. I've had so much stuff to watch like the last couple weeks. I wish I did, like now, like we're talking. Like I wish I'd have gone back and like rewatched like all the right moves, like all these moves. Like I could have because yeah. now when I think of all the right moves, I just think of Scream. Scream. Like, just, you can see his penis. Yeah. I'm like now I want to pause it because I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember that Dude, scene. I I cannot find that Blu-ray for cheap to save my life. Oh, oh it's out of print, then, huh? Yeah. Too many women bought it. That's yeah, a it. digital video disc. No, thank wow. you. I got the digital video digital disc. Video. <laughs> I never knew what DVD stood for. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? I was halfway Supposedly, guessing. that's not what it stands for. I was about to say, because I was halfway guessing. <laughs> Damn, you're I know, I've always told Me it. too. Supposedly, it's digital versatile disc. My way's better. Yeah, yeah. Di- yeah digital video disc <laughs> is, makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's. I know we probably skipped over something. You fucking yeah, it idiots. Was like, well, we didn't crap, talk right? about we Top Gun one or two, even though I watched it for. That's, that's funny, true. Dude. We really didn't talk we didn't about, talk top, about gun top Gun. The movie that just opened. Yeah. Five yeah. five minutes. Let's get them in. Fucking oh, Top Gun is great. Top Gun two was like the. Oh, best y'all tell me this. I haven't seen the new Top Gun Maverick. Is it better yeah. than the first one? By far, I would think so. Yeah. By far, that's, that's, by that's far. the general consensus of it. That's crazy. But I didn't. I wasn't crazy about either. I definitely wasn't crazy about the first. The first is is okay. Yeah. It's funny. I avoided Top Gun and Days of Thunder forever. And you know, like Nick said, he, Tom was the kind of the action guy at first. But then I watched them and I was like, oh, okay, they're better than I thought they would be. You know, like Days of Thunder, oh, I actually sure. kind of like. Yeah. I I think like Top Gun is a touch overrated yes. in terms yeah. of like, like when I went to go see the new one. I was like, yeah, there's going to be people here. It was packed, like, yeah. packed, packed. And people were dressed in, like, flight suits. <laughs> no and shit. And, like, dude had the jacket. I was like, so people love Top Gun. And, like, yeah. I've never understood that. I've always yeah. liked Top I will say, like, I remember the first time I ever watched Top Gun. Maverick is a great Top- character. Like, Tom Cruise is kind of perfect casting for that Maverick yeah. attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. But, yeah, and I like that overall, the movie's like, a bit uh, overrated. Yeah, yeah, definitely not in my top Tom Cruise. It's a nostalgia thing. Everybody remembers yeah. the the greatest right. parts about it, the quotes and the Goose, volleyball Ice scene. Man, Absolutely. Yeah. Some, some scenes became so iconic somehow. Yeah. Whereas yeah, I would like, say Top Gun Maverick is like so, so good. I was like, I can't believe how good that was. Whereas yeah. the first one I rewatched and I was like, that that was cool. That was Top Gun. The soundtrack was the best part, in my opinion, for the first movie. I mean, that's oh, iconic. That's a good soundtrack. But yeah. for me, the movie I'm was... Movie. I didn't love the second movie like everyone else, but yeah, critics are, like, foaming at the mouth. <laughs> I, I got it. Like, by, by the time we got to the end, like, that last, like, yeah, half hour for I the get book, it. I was yeah. like, I get this. It's, this is, like, knocking my socks off. It's sitting in my top three for the year right now. Yeah. Don, yeah. Don Ham said, like, you don't need your... What did he say? You, you don't need the full chair... Because you only need the edge of your seat or something like that. I'm yeah. not selling it well, but yeah, it was funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're going to pay for the whole seat and use only the edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, 
like I said in between recording or at the halfway mark, at the break, whatever. Uh, come back in two weeks because we're going to do the uh, sequel episode to the Pixar episode we did in March. And um, they won't be, but I'll be back and I'll finish up this episode. Sorry, <laughs> Yo, yo, your bar is rough like dog barks. I guess tail like dog parks. Sip on the yak, then fog starts. Rappers awkward like long farts. Bitches must be aristocats cause they pussy is too loose. Too many violate like stepping on new shoes. I go loco like I got a screw loose. But y'all motherfuckers go ahead. Listen to who you choose. It's like I only get green lights, bitch, cause I go in. Scarlet Witch, strange too. My bar's mind blow in. I like the power cause I'm a hybrid ghost mixed with Tommy Egan. Any kind of crazy talk, then you spitting out teeth when you leaving. Hearing whack rappers, I'm pet peeving. Big Daddy got so much flow that I'm scuba steven. You start off robbing in the hood once you made you marrying. Got the heat on my back like Jimmy Butler, I'm team carrying. And chill until the next episode. <laughs>